and gift subscriptions for known response in real life are currently offline. Purchasing gift subscriptions will not progress bounties at this time. And I am very <laughs> upset about this. Why can't I give all the gifts to all the people? Be it's because I don't have an average of three people watching <laughs> first stream. That's the only milestone I haven't met yet. I, I, I stream enough times per week. I have enough followers per week. Or followers yeah. in general. Yeah, the only like thing the I'm missing is whatever. I need at least an average of three people watching per episode mm. <laughs> to qualify for that. And that episode per stream to qualify for that. So. If only you, you publicized it in some way and told people when it was happening, maybe they could, you know, watch you. Okay, fine. We'll do this then. Uh, I hear that's a thing. I had four viewers a second ago, and now I'm back down to one. <laughs> so it's like Golden, Nolis, and like two other jumped in just to be like, hi, let's go, and then left. Um. <laughs> there you got it. Yeah, I, I I was one of them, but I try not to watch your stream and stream this, and you know have six other things yeah, running no, at the same you. time. Bandwidth is a thing in some places. Yeah, it is. Welcome to Two Titans and a Hunter, a Destiny Two podcast, a show where we discuss tips, tricks, and tools to help all guardians succeed and enjoy playing more. What makes us different? Well, for starters, we're not streamers or YouTubers. We just have a passion for Destiny and are dedicated to keeping Guardians informed and up to date with all the latest Destiny 2 info, news, and opinions. We encourage your questions and feedback. You can contact us either by email at two titans and a hunter at hotmail.com or on Twitter at two titans underscore hunter. Now, on with the show. They gave us this suite at the same price as what my room would have been. And when I look at the suite online, this suite is $1,250 a night. And we got it for like 200 and something a night. I was like, what? I was like, that's how you do customer service right there. Everybody pay attention. That is customer service. That, that just went over my head. Could you explain that into me in British pounds, please? Hmm. You don't have pounds, you have euros. Oh, wait, no, you don't have euros. Hey. I don't know pounds. I don't know so euro and can, dollars. Can we start the show so I can be done with the show at some yep. point? Uh, uh, welcome to, get to. to Two Titans and a Hunter. This week, it is No One Responds in Real Life, uh, the man with the plan, but the plan often falls apart. You have you uh, this British week? Dad. It's always every week. No one responds. Uh, we have British Dad. Damn it! Uh, we have British Dad, <laughs> Night Demon, and then, you know, the best wingman ever, Parody. Uh, we were actually going to have uh, some lore this week, but our lore scribe decided that he needed to go in for his tri-annual bi-weekly colonoscopy. So, in the end, he couldn't make it. Um, no, but, he yeah. Didn't. He lied to us. He, he said he would be here, and now he's not here. And then we yeah, lied exactly. to the people last week, and now they're all disappointed. Yeah, I just can't believe we keep trusting him. You know, it's it's like it's like an abusive boyfriend. You know, he always says he's going to change, but he never does. And we always believe he will, but he doesn't. You mean it's more like Bungie? We keep trusting them, and then they nerf our hunters, and we still go back for more. And they are hunters. Our... Sorry, what? Titan name? <laughs> hey, you know, we all play the same game, mm, but we all play it very, very differently. You guys get easy street, while we have to struggle bus. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that, that's how that works. So uh, next week in Destiny, 
Season of the Redacted begins, which I'm just calling Season of the Voop, Season of Telesto. It's Season of the Fusion Rifles. I don't care what you actually call it, that's what it's going to be. Yep. Are you ready to take on the Fanatic in the Hollowed Lair Nightfall? No. And the Crucible kicks off a new season with Momentum Control, which is who cares what class, what ability, what super you have, because it's all about weapons, all about guns. It used to be all about scout rifles. Maybe it'll be all about fusion rifles this next season. But really, all your guns are taken to 11, your respawns are super quick, and it just gets you back to the action quicker so you can get shot across the map by a scout rifle again. So jump in there, have fun. It's good times. I'll tell you what, our respawn isn't that quick, to be honest. I'm He's a bit quick. slow. Nope. No, well, he's a bit slow. Uh, our respawn is, is a little slower than the momentum control respawn, but much faster than the regular control respawn. <laughs> yeah. Wait. And we'll leave you to unpack that sentence. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we won't spoil anything just yet. We, we may come onto a spoiler section later on where we can talk about what names are and what things may be happening. But we won't spoil it just now. We'll, we'll put kind of sirens and klaxons and respawn to do loud shouting. Wee, 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 wee. Yeah, like that. So the next time you hear that. <laughs> anyway. Um, so what do you want, Colin? Uh, anyway. Uh, I would like to figure out what's happening this week at Bungie for the 19th yes. of August, 2021. Because yeah, we're jumping straight in there because... There's All no Lost Sectors that, that we know of that are going to come up. I mean, there are Lost Sectors that are going to come up in the next week, but I have no idea on the rotation, so it's dealer's choice, or whatever Bungie decides. And the same with the Eververse store. It's going to be a brand new season with brand new stuff and old stuff and stuff for silver, stuff for bright dust. So we can skip all that. But we still do have, if you do listen to this show early enough, all our guides on the above YouTuber and his guides on the Grandmasters if you're trying to finish those off before the end of the season. But yeah, we can get on with the 12. And this week, Bungie, we're talking weapons. I don't know what you guys are talking, but we're talking weapons. And so this, is, the, talk some weapons. this is it, guys. The, the last, last 12 of the season. It's been a blast watching Guardians splice their way through the Vex network, tackle the Vault of Glass, and uh, getting all the good, good rewards from Season the Splicer. They have lots more to tell us, and uh, on Tuesday, which, you know, if we play our cards right on Monday, you'll listen to us. On Tuesday, you'll listen to Bungie, and they will tell you all the beautiful things that are coming. And they've put together a nice, you know, a nice year of epic moments. You can watch this nice little video in the TWAB, and I think on the email, too, I got a little, like, here's your year of epic moments, where it actually gave you, like, the dates where, like, you completed different things. You know, Reunited with Saint-14, and we're, I think, finished the Deepstone Crypt, if you've made a run through that. So it was sort of like, hey, here's, here's when you've done this last. Or, you know, the first time. I need to check my emails then, because I, I missed that one. Yeah, it, it, I think it was in, it was in one of the one of the announcements this week. They were like, because it sort of had the video, but then it sort of had, like, dates alongside different milestones. Okay. And I assume they're using just the same email you have signed up for, you know, Bungie Store, Bungie Rewards, you know, because whatever whatever email they have on file, that's where it got sent to. I think it was along with the with the tease of this video and the, the Witch Queen event coming up uh on the 24th. Yeah. The problem that I have is that me and my wife share the same email. So anytime that she sees a bungee email mail. come through, it automatically gets deleted before I can see it. So nine Sorry. times out of ten, it's sitting in the trash. Wait, you you and your wife share the same email? Well, I have an email address that she's taken oh, oh, oh. over, if that helps. This is it's it's, like uh, the same okay. address. As, we, we... As, as, as long as it's not one of those, like, you know... You know, demon, demon and deacons email at gmail.com. As long as it's not no, one no, of no. those, that's fine. No, 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 it's not that. 
It, it was I, my I email many, address. I still have many questions, but we won't get into that today. That's a whole different show. It is. All right. Well, Bungie has their tune up, their tune in page set up. Uh, you can watch it on both Twitch and YouTube on the twenty fourth of August. Uh, seven. God, we've been playing this game for seven years. Seven years of Destiny have led us to this moment. What moment? You'll find out. Uh, the pre-show starts at 8 a.m. Pacific on the 24th, and the show itself will kick off at 9 a.m. So a lot of people have asked, why is there an hour-long pre-show? Maybe they're just like, hey, it's been a while. We need to make sure all this stuff still works. Uh, maybe because uh, Deej doesn't work there anymore. And, yeah, they need to yeah, get somebody else like, in more competent. Deej took all, all the information with him when he left. They're like, uh, yeah, we can we can stream to places. Yeah, that's, that's a thing. <laughs> so, yeah, that's 9 a.m. PDT. 12 p.m. EST, 5 p.m. GMT, and 2 a.m. in ACT. I'm on top Sorry, of this, guys. Sorry, Australia. You just you know get up in the middle of the night or just wait for all the replays. And you can you know you can go to the go to the the Twitch YouTube page and set a little reminder in, and YouTube or Twitch will yell at you when it's time. If for some reason you aren't just you know sitting there watching the page refreshing like re- respawn, it's just waiting waiting for it to happen. Yeah, and uh, we've got all the links in the show notes. If you don't want to go and try and find them in the twelve, they're just below you from listening to this podcast. The same with the video that they put out this week, you know, saying this is what happened twenty twenty one. And they invite us to come and find out if we can survive the truth. Can you handle the truth? We don't know, but can you survive it? Mm. It seems like they're they're giving us weapons to survive that truth pretty well. So mm-hmm. I think we should get into our our weapon tuning for next season. Yes. So you know, you know, we, we we've talked to you about abilities. We've talked to you about armors and mod changes. Now it's time to talk weapons. And our weapons feature lead, Chris Proctor, is back with his full rundown. And he's back. G'day. We're going we're gonna to talk about Season 15, including stasis weapons, rework of fusion rifles, and several changes intended to make certain weapons more relevant in new activities with the new artifact mods. So first we're going to kick this off by clarifying some terminology. Bungie, thank you. Thank you for using words and telling us what these words mean. Because reading some of these things last two weeks have been like, uh, I think I know what you're trying to tell us, but I'm old and dumb, and it's hard to follow some of these. No, no, it's it's not just that. It is just sometimes it is complicated. It's complicated to understand. It's not until you you actually see in motion that you go, ah, yes, I know exactly what you're talking about, but I call it something completely different. Yeah, and apparently they do too. Because as they say, you know, some of the recent information we put out on the weapons has been confusing. While I generally like to use our internal terms of concepts where possible. In some cases, these require too much explanation to use them externally. So obviously, yeah, Bungie refers to all these things internally one way, and then they say, well, how can we tell the people about this in a way that it makes sense? So they've got some definitions and terms to help. First one being fall-off. So internally, they use you know, a fall-off min and a fall-off max to mean where we start and end. But moving forward, we'll use those externally using damage as an example. So the same logic what? applies to the aim assist and oh whatnot. Oh my god. Brady, did you hear me? Are you having a fit? I, I heard you oh, have a stroke. Oops. Okay, so no, no, I I was on the game and I figured I had a mute and um, I thought you guys weren't muted, so I hit the button to mute you so that I could say that and apparently I was muted and I unmuted myself to say that. I My like bad. To just that point out to any of our listeners on either his side or our side that we are not professional YouTubers or streamers and we will continue to keep this up. I should really change that to like a hold to mute instead of a toggle to prevent stuff like that in the future. Just, yeah. yeah. There you go. Because remember, <laughs> it's important to test in production. Testing in production is the way to go. It never goes uh, wrong. Yeah. 
What will go wrong is, uh, you know, the fall off. They're calling a damage. They're, they're, they're going to be telling us your damage fall off starts and ends. So, you know, your damage fall off start is basically the distance and where the fall off damage begins, or your weapon stops doing maximum damage, if you want to think about it that way. And your damage fall off ends is basically where the damage fall off ends or hits the damage floor. So it's basically your damage fall off start, that's where your weapon stops doing the maximum damage, and your damage fall off ends is where it hits the damage floor. It's not going to do any less damage than what it's doing there. Projectiles, they've used various terms to describe these weapon types in the past. Yes, they have, including borrowing <gasps> terms from other genres. Oops. But we have settled on these. So here's one that I always still find a little confusing in my brain. Hit scan. A projectile that instantly hits. So when you hear the word hit scan, just think, basically, most of the weapons in this game. Auto rifles, hand cannons, fusion rifles, a fully drawn bow at most distances. So hit scan, it instantly hits you. Now, non-hit scan weapons are any projectile with travel time. With, you know, sometimes having physics, bounces... Explosive damage, homing, things like that. So non-hit scan weapons, examples are rocket launchers, grenade launchers, a partially drawn bow, and the Yotun. So most things in this weapon in the game, hit scan weapons, they hit instantly. Anything that explodes, more or less, non-hit scan. And that'll make more sense as they talk about things that are hit scan or not hit scan things, or if you hear streamers or YouTubers say those words, now you might have a clue what they're talking about. I just want to kind of jump in here just to I know, you know, we promote other like YouTubers and things like that. Massive breakdowns this week had Chris Proctor on and they did a, a complete breakdown of the TWAB going into any details that you may and questions that you may have about the TWAB. I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll drop in a few kind of tidbits here and there as we go through, but I don't want to kind of spoil somebody else's podcast that they've kind of put a lot of hard work and effort into. But just going over the hit scan thing, Chris Proctor does kind of go a bit more into detail with that and clarifies what he means and what the team means by hit scan. So I will link them in the show notes, massive breakdowns. It's in two parts this week because it's over three hours long, but they were lucky enough to get Chris Proctor on there. Sorry. Oh, no, that's very cool because they're in my queue to eventually get back to it at some point. No, that's great because, yeah, it, getting it right from, the, right from the Chris Proctor's mouth in this case would be phenomenal. Yeah. Because, yeah, some of these terms is like, uh, what am I meant to do with this? Uh, there's a whole section on shotguns. I really just want to refer you to the Fallout Plays video where he goes over shotguns and does a really good explanation of all of this. But, uh, yeah. Uh, so there's, with shotguns, there's a spread angle, which is the, the cone in which the, the pellets come out of, which is not to be confused with the other types of cones that determine the size of the outer ring below. So Destiny shotguns don't have pure RNG for bullet distribution, though yes, it sure feels like it sometimes, which seems worth diving into, they say. So basically your shotgun contains 12 pellets, you know, unless it's a slug shotgun, doesn't count. Slug shotgun, one slug, boom, different thing. Right? Uh, every other shotgun contains 12 pellets. They're spread out across three rings that they're going to lay out below. So the center ring is one pellet right in the middle. So think of slug shotgun. One pellet goes right out, boom. The inner ring... There's four wedges with one pellet each. So there's four pellets in that inner ring. And on the outer ring has seven wedges with one pellet. So I wish they would have just said, center is one pellet, inner ring, four pellets, outer ring, seven pellets. So aside from the center, which is the fixed location, it goes straight out. Each pellet is randomized inside that ring where it is. So basically, you know, the outer rings are going to go out a little more. 
the inner rings go out a little less, and the center ring goes straight out. So the long and the short of it is, the closer to the thing you are with a non-slug shotgun, you're going to do more damage because more of those pellets will hit further away, or if you're jumping or diving or, you know, dodging away from things, well, less of those pellets are going to hit, so you're going to do less damage. That's the TLDR of shotguns. Which I wish they would have said that, because even their explanation confused me a little bit. But again, I refer you to the Fallout Plays video, and I wish I could remember what it was, but he does a, a deep dive, in-depth break, breakdown on the shotguns and the pellets and the cones, and does a phenomenal yeah. explanation of all of that and how it works. Again, Chris Proctor does touch on this in the Massive Breakdowns podcast, if you want to kind of know a bit more about shotguns. And then there's some global changes coming. So season 15, we're going to get legendary stasis weapons. And yes, you're concerned, I'm concerned, everyone's concerned how these are intended to work, particularly in PvP. So what they are telling us is these stasis power weapons are in the power slot. Big surprise there. But all other stasis weapons are in the kinetic slot. This yeah, is they are. This is to avoid <laughs> overcrowding the energy slot, but it's also that it's reasonable to use, you know, use one in match, in, in match game content. Okay. And they say the kinetic slot won't be renamed at this time, but let's be honest, you're going to rename it because nobody calls it the kinetic slot. It's the primary slot. Mm-hmm. Stasis well, weapons... Be heavy. And, and with the changes that are coming, basically your stasis weapons are going to have infinite ammo because they're going to be in the primary slash kinetic slot. Um, and kinetic weapons are going to have infinite ammo this coming season if you didn't already see that. Uh, so, yeah. Side note here, everybody. Respawn has actually read the TWARP ahead of time this week. I know it's a complete surprise to everyone and us <laughs> that he's actually on top of this. I but, am. you know, there are reasons for why he's read it, but he'll probably explain that later on. No, I just, I, I just, no, no. I just read it. That's all you need. He's had 130 episodes in, and it's time to read a TWARP. Chris Proctor did clarify something about the uh, Christesis which was the sidearm that came this season. Apparently they deliberately shipped it weak because it was something that was pre-planned when they did Beyond Light. It came into this season as a weaker version of what it could possibly be. And it is something that they're going to touch on later on. So yes, it's a bit weak now, but it may kind of be tuned a little bit more in future. I thought that was quite interesting to, to hear. It's interesting, but it begs the question, why? Why would you intentionally lowball a brand new gun, and especially because, the first gun of its kind? because it's a stasis. I was just going to ask, it's is it because it's weapon. a stasis weapon, and they didn't want to, want to have, say, Laser Tag Weekend only in Freed's edition? Bring in a yeah. super powerful primary stasis weapon, and then have that saying... be everything. the only thing people use for three seasons? Yeah, I mean, he was saying that because of the backlash they, they've had from Stasis and Stasis Increasable, mainly, that this weapon, I think originally was probably, you know, was a powerful weapon and they didn't want it kind of coming in and adding to, you know, the, the player feedback of, you know, you've you've nerfed Stasis, but yet you've then dropped this Stasis weapon into PvP uh, where it is completely dominant. So I think they've kind of taken it down a notch a, a bit like they did with the Vex Mythler class, which they admitted like a couple of twabs back that that's what they did. And again, it's this is you know the Christesis is going to get tuned later on, whereas the Vex is getting tuned this season coming up. Indeed, and they do go on to say the Stasis weapons won't intrinsically do anything different from other weapons or damage types, but you know they'll roll with Stasis perks in. 
uh, we'll see what the stasis perks are. And uh, and didn't they say didn't they say that also a lot of these stasis perks are going to be triggered for on kill effects, not on hit effects? And that matters a lot, in my opinion, because you know it it, it just shows how how easy or how often you'd be able to trigger that stasis ability, right? Well, so it says it in the next are... line just below. Yep, yep. Yeah, and, and, and yeah, they did, yeah. They, they did, they did, well, they say they generally intend the perks to have a slowing or, free, slowing or freezing effect to have a kill trigger. So it's, you know, easier to use in PvE, less obnoxious in PvP. They say they intend. Does it work out that way? Yeah, we'll see what happens. And then, you know, they, now that they addressed uh, Quick Draw's permanent plus 100% handling buff, they've seen a bunch more people using the Quick Swap, quick swap glitch. So um, they fixed the Quick Swap glitch. So if you're using that, you'll be able to use it anymore. They fixed it. What I found interesting on the Massive Breakdown podcast, they did have a quick discussion about the, the quick, quick Swap glitch. And Quick Draw, once you kind of learn it, you can kind of do it. I still can't do it. I don't know whether it's just... I don't know whether it's just me, but... And I, can you guys I've, do it? I've never even tried to do it. We we haven't needed to. Uh, the raid team, our raid team, we just kill it so fast uh, with 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 just double shotties and anarchy, and then the shot. I don't know. Point is, is we've never had to rely on it, so none of us ever bothered to learn how to do it. You know, mm. we we always one phased the things that we need to have one phased. So, no, I can't do it, and I don't think any of the people on our raid team can. Maybe one or two people can, but. It's not that big yeah. deal. Just swap normally. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I've never, I've never tried. Like I know it's been a thing for what feels like a million, you know, somewhere between one and seven years. But yeah, I've, again, I've never felt the need to do it. I've never felt like, oh, if only I could have done this, it would have improved some aspect of the game. Yeah, it just yeah. never seemed worth it to me. And especially if you have like the the um, deep stone crypt uh, raid shotgun with all that extra rounds in your magazine. And then you have like a first and last out with auto reloading holster. You don't even really need to do the glitch. I mean, fair enough. You can do more damage in a shorter amount of time with the glitch. But at the same time, you don't really need it because the damage phase still lasts long enough for you to get all the damage you need with auto loading and large magazines. I think so. sometimes so things like this are a crutch for some players for doing the high end content. And if you haven't learned how to do it and you don't know how to do it, this isn't really going to affect you it being kind of taken out of the game. But, you know, Chris Proctor does go into a bit of an explanation of the reasons why they've decided to take it out of the game. Because Bungie does not no, equal fun. It doesn't say that. He doesn't say that I, at all. I, I, mean, I mean, really, this, this seems like a thing. Yeah, I'm sure there are some people that rely on it and use it. But I'd say probably the mass, vast majority of players either don't even know it's a thing or maybe have stumbled across it. Because, you know, they say it involves a combination of, you know, inputs to cancel an animations, allowing basically your weapon to instantly switch instead of it, you know, seeing the animation for it switching. And it's just, it's one of those things, yeah, if you use it and relied on it, great. But one, it's a glitch, so you had to know the day was eventually coming, they were going to fix it. And two, I think it's one of those things where so few people use or even know about. Yeah, it, it'll, it'll be <laughs> those three guys that love using it, but everybody else will go, eh, and adjust. And then... The next change, although Respawn's already mentioned it, this is one that I think Parody has kind of really embraced that what's going to happen next season. And he's going to take a whole fire team of Titans into Iron Banner with Actium War Rigs, and it's just going to be fun, isn't it, Parody? 
Just running out of primary ammo. What is what is the? It's it? not going to be a thing now. What the it was? What is yeah. what? What is the it? He's going to have fun with. Or, or running instead. Uh, I mean, tactically interesting. Yeah, running out of am- primary ammo has never been fun. In hard PVE content, it sucks. If you're on a par- uh, tear in PVP and you run out, it's weird and frustrating to have no ammo left. And uh, they don't want to do that to us anymore. So let me say this real slowly for all you kids at the back: all primary ammo weapons now have infinite ammo. All of them. Every so single, for your every very specific favorite slot. gun parody, what does that mean? Because you're a very specific guy. It's your, your, your gun, your sweet business, your business that happens to be sweet, got a very special tuning due to this, didn't it? It did. It did, but you know it didn't get any special tunings. My curated gnawing hunger, or my summoner with range for days. All and remember, it's not everything in the top slot. It's primary ammo weapons. So it doesn't matter where you know, kinetic slot, energy slot. If it uses that white little block of ammo, it now has infinite ammo. If you use that little white block of ammo, there is no more little white blocks of ammo. There you go. Right. Yeah, and that's and that's going to mean you know, and that now means a whole bunch of other things have to change because yeah, a lot of things rely on that little block of ammo that is no longer a thing. So when, when they talked last Twab about the initial or the inertia override of the Titans being being tuned, and they sort of tease, that, you know, this week we'll, we find out why, because that's something that involves, you know, I think sliding over and picking up primary ammo, proc something on that perk. Well, uh, it's now been adjusted because there are no primary blocks of ammo. There is no white ammo anymore. It's gone. Come next season, you know, in, on Tuesday, it's out of the game. The end. Goodbye, little white blocks of ammo. So, so what does that mean? Drop that Oh, I was going to say, that yeah. means that bows, sidearms, auto rifles, scout rifles, just, it's going to be amazing, especially bows, Le Monarch in PvP. Mm-hmm. In the, the amount of times I've actually run out of primary ammo with Le Monarch in PvP has been phenomenal. But not now. That's it. It's going to be amazing. And not to mention uh, perks that, re- that, that specifically talk about... Um... Uh, ammo capacities like like a what is it uh light shaft or something like that or small shaft on a bow i forgot what it's called um that directly increase how much reserve ammo you have they're they're getting changed to um reflect uh, the fact that there's no more ammo capacity so aside from them just being useless perks they're going to be changed to something else that's not as useless yeah, yeah. So for the bows, your your compact arrow shaft, your upside of increasing reserve ammo uh, doesn't. So instead, they've reworked it to increase your reload and handling. Now, for for all of these basically primary ammo changes, they don't give us any numbers. They just say like plus reload, plus handling, or minus something. So we don't know what they've done. They're just saying, hey, we're improving these or making these worse. So drop mag um, is almost meaningless now because ammo, there is no more reserve ammo. So your drop mag perk is now going to increase your reload speed, but give you a slightly smaller, or a, a smaller magazine size. Don't know how much smaller. So faster re- reload, smaller magazine size. That's drop mag. Doesn't it say minus nine? It just says minus magazine size. Yeah. And at the moment, like, it doesn't like, really no matter. numbers for any of these things. At the moment, it doesn't okay. really matter because they stopped putting some of these perks on the newer weapons that were coming out. So this is only going to affect older weapons that, are either sunset or not sunset that you currently have with these perks on them. So drop mag is not available on weapons at the moment, but it may be something that they bring back. Fair enough. Um, 
Yeah. Yeah. And they've updated some other perks as Respawn sort of alluded to, uh, you know, they have some special notes on the fighting line and sweet business in the the exotic section section below. Um, But they say, you know, they've updated some of the other perks that refer to reserves a way that's no longer accurate. So if you have a perk that does something, something with reserve ammo to a kinetic weapon, or or, I'm sorry, to a primary ammo weapon, it's going to, you know, going to say something good actively. They apparently don't go into detail on all of them, but, you know, they've all changed because obviously that's not a state you can have in the game anymore. There is no primary ammo or, or ammo reserves for primary ammo weapons. Um, they are going to target farming trials weapons, so it's more efficient in Season 15, and they have some cool new perks for players that they want to put on trials weapons. And all trials weapons in Season 15 now have seven perks in each column, which was up from five perks. So Remember having good. five perks in each column for my trials weapon, do you? Well, I mean, I, I think they mean like possible perks. Like like the perk pool they're increasing. Oh, not the perk like, pool. Not like the number of perks on the weapon itself. Yeah. That's, um, that's how I read that. Yeah, I'm I'm thinking that now that you said that, I'm thinking you're right. Because I was like, because when they said that, I was thinking like D1 guns. I'm like, yeah, I remember the D1 guns had multiple perks in each slot, right? And you'd have to spec into them based on how much experience that gun had. Yes, that used to be a thing in D1, if you didn't know. Um... But yeah, I thought I was like I don't remember. I went back and I was like, I was I was like no, it doesn't have five in each slot. What the hell are you talking about? But now that you're talking about per pool, yeah, that makes yeah. sense. Yeah, I mean that's what I'm that's what I'm guessing they mean because I mean they, that's what they say. All trials weapons in season 15 now have seven perks in each column. It was five. Gotcha. Yeah, so, so it's yeah. making the the random rolls more random. So you've got less of a chance of getting you know your. Desperado kill clip or Desperado rapid hit kind of messenger next season. There'll be other perks that may be better paired together on your messenger, but you know, that's what they're expanding on the perks that are in those perk pools. Okay. I got you now. Good. I'm tracking. We're on the same page. And and they're also doing some perk perk rejiggering with the uh the reissued weapons because they saw how frustrated people were saying, Oh, your weapon came back. Now I can regrind it for my favorite role, but I can't get that role anymore because they took out some of the perks, and now they gave me different perks I don't like nearly as much. And they say, "Turn out, you know, this was turns out this was an overcorrection, and certain Not perks in the original pools have become part of the identity of that weapon." So moving forward, you know, with their plan for reissues, they're going to remove the least useful two to three perks and add two or three newer perks that give the weapon some new options, so you won't lose the perks you have and love necessarily, unless it's one of the two or three useless perks. And then you'll get two or three new ones. So again, different rules, different random rules, but it, you know, hopefully if it's the one you're look, looking for, you'll still be able to get it. And if you're wondering to yourself, how does Bungie determine what's useless and what's not? They have metrics based on what people use, what perks on what weapons. And that's how they determine the, whatever perks are least used on that weapon at the time it was out goes bye-bye. And also <laughs> feedback from the community managers asking everyone for what their favorite roles are. That too. Yeah. If you're wondering, yeah, why they're asking, now you know. So they've added one and or two of the original It is. So they've added one or two of the original perks to each column for the Luna weapons reissued in, in update three two one, aka the weapons from the moon that come from the lectern. So one or two original perks are back in each of those columns. And since these weapons can be target farmed, we're okay with increasing the size of the perk pool in this case. And they've added one of the original perks to one or both columns in the Dreaming City weapons, Tiger Spite, Twilight Oath, and Abide the Return. Since these can't be target farmed yet, 
they didn't want to increase the size of those pools by more than one. So it sounds like you will be able to, you know, more tar- you know, do some target farming on the Dreaming City weapons coming if there's, you know, say, a tiger spite you're trying to get your hands on that you just haven't been able to get yet or haven't gotten a good one yet. Yeah. And that's really the only good, for right now, the Dreaming City weapons, in, in my opinion, right, and the opinion of a few YouTubers out there, the only one worth farming right now is going to be the tiger spite, especially if you're an Actium Warpig Titan. You know what I'm saying? Because then you can have... Um, I've never liked the Tiger Spite. I don't know what it is. I've just never... Well, the it, old it, Tiger Spite I get, but the new one has Subsistence and Rangefinder in its perk pool. That's the one I'm using right now. And mine actually has Small Bore Subsistence Rangefinder with a Stability Masterwork. It's a freaking laser beam that shoots halfway across the map forever. And if you were a Titan and you add the War Pig to that, bro, it's game over. <laughs> It's such a good weapon this season, Parody. You need to farm it, dude. I'm telling you. It's gonna be it's gonna be the kinetic version of your god rolled um non hunger. I promise you. Yeah, but why why do I need that if I have if I have the other ones? Uh, 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 well well I've got a summoner with rangefinder and Zen Moment. That thing is a laser beam that shoots for days and uses primary right, ammo and right, curated roll non hunger, have... same thing. But you also have the uh, subsistence on Tiger Spite, so every kill fills up your magazine. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, it's not bad. It's 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 good. I'm a, I'm a big fan of it. I'm a big fan. But I mean, you know, you do you. I'm just saying, like, if I was a Titan, I just, I'd be farming for this. I have to go back to the Dreaming City. I, I haven't been to that place in years. Is the Dreaming City even still in the game? Oh, uh, you'll probably find out next season if it's still in the game. <laughs> so, Night Demon, tell us all about our new archetypes and those uh, exotic changes they mentioned above. Okay, so note, exotics receive these changes as written, unless otherwise mentioned in the exotics section below. So keep that in mind. Breach grenade launchers are increasing as a pain point in PvP, and with shotguns nerfed, we're seeing a small increase in usage. This change aims to reduce the ease of getting a big splash damage for priming or cleaning up targets. We'll watch how things change and make further adjustments in future updates if needed. Note that we're fine on how they perform in PvE, so have compensated there. So they're going to reduce the blast radius by 0.4 meters, e.g. the max blast radius decreased from 4.55 meters to 4.15 meters and the minimum blast radius decreased from 3.8 meters to 3.4 meters. They've reduced the splash damage by 20, which reduces the total damage for direct hits from 220 to 200 before taking spike or proximity grenades into account. So these could add extra bits of damage to um, what they've kind of calculated. These are kind of just the base um, damage numbers at the moment for you. They've increased the damage in PvE by 12% because the above splash damage changes in this results in a small uh, overall buff to combine damage. Wither Horde is unaffected, which is good. I like a bit of Wither Horde in PvE content. Mm-hmm. That was my, my first question is, is did, you know, what do they do to Wither Horde? And I appreciate them saying nothing. It is unaffected. We love it. We love it where it is. We, uh, saying that, I don't love it where it is in Nine Banner. That was all over the place last week. Just pools of Wither Horde everywhere. Oh, sir, that's that's what Wither Horde is for. You're trying to capture the zone? No, you're not. No. Mm-mm. 
Yeah, I talked to my it was very specifically made that for it. that game mode, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. So while machine gun usage is surprisingly high, that is a surprise. We felt that they weren't fulfilling their intended role in high difficulty content, ammo efficient, ad clear, and secondary single target sustained damage. So they're increasing the damage in PVE by twenty percent. Scout rifles and hand cannons have felt a bit weaker than they'd like in PVE content or in hard PVE content. So they're increasing the damage versus miners by 15%. And Chris Proctor was kind of asked on this on the Massive Breakdown podcast, why just miners? Exactly, he, yeah. What yeah, he has why? against children and why we feel, feels we should use scout rifles <laughs> and hand cannons against them? He didn't kind of answer that question, but you know, I think Mercules was trying to press him to, you know, is it because the hand cannons and the scout rifles already do X amount, you know, good amount of damage to higher barbed enemies and bosses and he didn't actually kind of answer it no he did not answer that question it was quite interesting so no, maybe I'm saying, they... no i'm saying do they actually do more damage well no cold? that's what that's what they were kind of trying to press him to oh. say but maybe he wasn't allowed to say it or maybe he wasn't allowed to go kind of go into details because before people like that go from bungee onto podcasts and onto like things like that they have to kind of agree to what they're actually going to disclose and he was he disclosed quite a lot of stuff on the, the massive breakdown so you know in the q a section afterwards there was a lot of things that mercules wanted to ask him about pellet spreads and cones and what certain perks do to, to you know different weapons and he was quite open and honest and and brought up spreadsheets and was giving you know really good answers to so but there were some things they obviously they can't kind of discuss them so, you know it's better than nothing yeah yeah, I mean, I mean anything is better than nothing, but it doesn't mean it was enough. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's all, it's all great getting something right, you know, right from a Destiny source, and not us going, "Well, we think this," or maybe that, and having him at least say yeah. flat out, "Here's the thing." And and you know, all jokes aside, you know, the damage to miners is is red bars. You know, that wasn't obvious, so they've increased the damage to, to red bar enemies for scouts and hand cannons. Yes. Now, something that they did talk about on the massive breakdown, which I will kind of slightly touch on, because they did break down some of the numbers, which I found really interesting. Fusion rifles, they've benefited indirectly from the mid-season 14 shotgun nerf, but fusion rifle subfamilies weren't as different from each other as they wanted. So they've looked at all the options that they had for diversitizing them and ending up with some substantial changes. This isn't intended to be a global buff to fusion rifles, but they expect some of these to be better counters to other weapons than they were previously. So note that we have also evaluated some other options which are worth a bit of discussion. Giving the projectile travel time, we did like the, the idea of this behaviour in Destiny 1, but on investigation found that the networking issues with firing rapid bursts and non-hit scan projectiles, they didn't play as well as they wanted them to. We may look at this option again in the future. Burst fire rates would have meant touching design data and audio for every fusion rifle that they've ever shipped, so well beyond the scope of what they wanted for this change, and that's not an interesting change that they wanted to make. But they are increasing PVE damage bonus, such as that all subfamilies have 15% PVE damage bonus. Previously, high impacts was 0%. Precision and adapters were 10% and rapid fires were 12.5. They pushed the subfamilies further apart, adjusting charge times, shots fired per burst, was 7 for all subfamilies and damage. Note that the base below means without battery perks, such as a charge time masterwork or the adapt charge time mod. High impact charge time is slower, and while still strong, require more planning to use effectively. So the base charge time is increased from 
0.86 seconds to one second and the shot per burst reduced from seven to five they've reduced the total damage per burst with the reduced shots per burst these now are now less reliant on stability so can stack a bit more with range so precisions and adapters are close to unchanged the base charge time is unchanged shots per burst is unchanged at seven very slightly increased total damage per burst and in playtesting they felt that these are very effective all around without stepping on the niche of the high impacts and the rapid fires rapid fires charge faster allowing them to be used reactively against charging enemies or aggressive when pushing forward so the base charge time has decreased from 0.54 seconds to 0.4 seconds sorry 0.46 seconds the shots per burst increase from seven to nine and increase the total damage per burst uh, in playtesting they found that these are very effective against shotgun rushes the combination of them needing to be closer and you having a shorter charge time works well together and if you have a good enough timing you can fire two bursts with a rapid fire before a high impact user can finish charging theirs first wow with the increased shots per burst these are now more reliant on stability but with the increased damage they're less reliant on range part of this work required adjusting several fusion rifle perks and one mod Backup plan's implementation was incompatible with the fusion rifle changes, and we felt that this perk could use a rework anyway. So they've removed the plus 100 charge time stat, adjust charge time multipliers from 0.85 to 0.7, and now scales with damage by 0.8. Liquid coils and accelerated coils needed a rework for similar reasons. Both converted to a scale charge time and damage instead of modifying the charge time stat. The final effect is much the same as before, but these are now more robust. However, they won't visibly change the charge time stat in the inspection screen. The adept charge time mod felt a bit pointless. So they changed the functionality to scale the charge time directly instead of changing the charge time stat without adjusting the damage. A note on the charge time masterwork. A fusion rifle's damage is determined by its charge time stat, similar to how most other weapons damage is determined by their rate of fire stat. Masterworks can only increase weapon stats for performance reasons, so it's not possible to change how charge time maps into damage without big changes to how the charge time stat works. We've investigated doing this by making the masterwork a perk, but this would cause a fusion rifle to exceed the perk budget, resulting in bad things happening, as mentioned in prior to With the fusion rifle rework, we feel this masterwork is more viable it now rarely reduces bolts to kill, so may not feel like a downgrade in the same way as before. We will be watching to see how this plays out and have some options to address the issue if that's still needed. Adjusted the fusion rifle stat order so it matches other weapons, stability, and handling were out of order. This is a big change to fusion rifles, including all exotic fusions, so we will be watching for any major issues and we'll make tweaks as needed. So that okay. was a Exotics. whole lot of words. That, that was, was a lot of words to say. Some fusion rifles, you want more stability. Some fusion rifles, you want more range. And some right. fusion rifles are named Telesto and Yotun, and you'll just use those anyway. Yeah, it, it, basically, that's the gist of this, is they're, they made a whole bunch of changes to fusion rifles. Depending on the type of fusion rifle, different perks will be what you want. And as the season kicks off and people figure out what's good and what's not and what perk you want to look for on what weapon, we will tell you as people find them. Well, Chris Proctor did clarify some of the fusion rifle elements on the massive breakdowns. 
And he said that the high impacts do 62 damage, the precision do 40, the adeptives do 38.6, and the rapid fires do 29.4. The high impacts will require three bolts to kill a zero resilience guardian and four bolts for a max resilience. The precisions, it's five to, for a kill. The adaptives, it's five to six, depending on resilience. And the rapid fires will need seven bolts to kill. So, yeah, I thought that was quite interesting. It is. You know what else is interesting? These exotic changes. Let's start with the one everybody's been anticipating and dreading, the Anarchy. The Anarchy exotic grenade launcher has been dominant for years. It's so good. Uh... <laughs> for years now. We're ignoring the season with sweet grenade launcher artifact mods, of course. Being near mandatory for certain raid bosses, absolutely, combined with double select shotguns, etc., as well as excelling as a solo weapon for ad clears in some encounters. <coughs> Stand by. I'm sitting by waiting for the anarchy. That's one that, you know, again, I don't do that much raiding, but like outside of outside of raiding is it's one that i just don't see very often like people just using I, it regular it is regular always content. on my loadout it the, i i never not have it unless i need a different exotic very specifically it is always my heavy weapon yeah that's, that's, that's one that's just like I, and again maybe i just play a lot of things where anarchy doesn't excel but it seems like it would excel everywhere well, i remember in, being let, let being me ask the, you what, what do you play where it doesn't excel well, 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 well no i mean i was wondering like it's like, I mean, Strikes, Nightfalls, Gambit. Yeah. You know, I just, like, I, I, I feel like, yeah, no, no, I'm not saying it doesn't work. I just feel like I never see it. Like, or at least, uh. you know, people on my team, like, I, I remember very specifically in the, in a Menagerie run, Old Timers, mm -hmm. Menagerie is the thing that used to be here and isn't here anymore, where you would play a right. their activity. It was good times. I just feel like I remember seeing there was a, there was a part where you're in a room trying to capture a plate and Thrall dropped out on you. And someone just taking an anarchy being like, boop, 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 four corners. Now we have an electric fence. All the Thrall are dead. And that being the first time I saw Anarchy in the game, it's like I had just never even seen it anywhere before on anyone. So it was like, I know um, it's good. And obviously, it, if you're reading, absolutely it, required. But it's just, just not one that I see all over the place. What was so, that? Maybe you just didn't notice it because it just kind of looks like background lightning or ability lightning in the background or whatever. But yeah, no, it's always there. Like a mob comes out, you just need to shoot one at the ground because it's got AoE damage. You don't need to make a fence, right? Or if no, it's on a yeah, yeah, true. Place. Yeah, maybe that's it. Maybe I just don't notice it because because I, I just yeah. I don't see it in the single instance. Yeah, it just it's one. I mean, obviously it's one. You know, where it's like you know, Eyes of Tomorrow or Terrabar yeah. or other things where it's like you you know it because it has you. Know, it's very obvious what it is. Yeah, it, maybe it's just it, yeah, it, it's got specific sounds. All those other ones have specific yeah. sounds. Maybe this and that. Yeah, maybe I'm and seeing it, not realizing right? I'm seeing it's, it. It's it's common uses to just tag them with two anarchy, right? Just tat tat. Oh yeah, totally. And if they're on the boss. They're, they might be hard to see for you you know maybe you don't see because it's only two and it's not like one on him one on the ground or whatever you don't see that big arc because they're like right next yeah. to each other or whatever that's yeah that's true. Yeah. It could be true yeah it could just be i i'm seeing it just not realizing i'm seeing it yeah <laughs> but i mean i i see it all over the place and it's 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 a standard on my builds full stop mm -hmm. but i mean at least it is now we'll see how that works yeah out yeah maybe yeah, maybe it's like that thing where, like, you know, you you buy you buy a new Ford, blue Ford Taurus, and all of a sudden you see blue Ford Tauruses everywhere. If you have an anarchy, maybe you start seeing the anarchies. If you don't have one, you just go, mm, "It's lightning." Well, you do because your anarchy attaches to other people's, right? Not so mine. if I shoot two, 
and then you shoot one, but you miss the boss. Now I see my arcs jumping off the boss into your anarchy shot. You see what I'm saying? They tag to each other as well. I would if so. I had an anarchy, but I don't, so I don't. But that's okay. You tokens, dude. Tokens, come on. Um. Okay, so uh, now that you're back. Now that we're back, uh, we like that it's a great choice for hard solo content because it is, and trapping enemy spawn choke points. But we don't want it to remain a part of a dominant tactic for boss damage, and particularly don't want it to be great for boss damage and add clears in a single encounter. With this change, we expect it to remain strong without being borderline usable as a primary weapon. Reduce total reserve plus magazine ammunition from 26 to 16. That is a huge nerf. And especially with next season where your finders and your, your reserves and your other mods don't stack anymore, that's going to hit hard. Um, reduce damage by 30% versus bosses. Also, note, champions are not bosses. Um, so the champions are still going to take full damage. Uh, yeah. yeah, so ten, 10 less shots and same damage to everything but bosses in the game. So, yeah, the one place yeah. they were being used, Bungie's like, not anymore. <laughs> well, I mean, like I said, you can or use it for attitude. It only takes one yeah. anarchy shot because it arches out in, in an area of effect. But, yeah, okay. So Xenophage, um, it was already top-notch. So we didn't need to, I'm sorry, it so didn't need to benefit from the global machine gun buff. It does benefit from the damage per bullet buff to machine guns. That's dope. But how, I'm sorry, but now has a slower rate of fire to compensate. I hope the slower rate of fire also translates to it doesn't kick like a mule, even on mouse and keyboard. Holy crap. Um, resulting in a slightly lower damage per second, but higher burst damage and sustain damage since it's now more ammo efficient. Reduced rate of fire from 120 to 90. Wow. That big. Uh, receives less of the machine gun PVE damage buff. Wow, that is... That is significantly slower. I thought it was going to be like a little slower, but that is a significant nerf to its speed. Wowzer. Fighting a lion has always been fun, but not dominant in PVE. So we weren't worried about the impact infinite ammo would have there. However, so for those of you that don't know what the fighting lion is, it is a grenade launcher, but it's a special grenade launcher because it is a grenade launcher that uses primary ammo. And it also has a secondary effect. Like if you kill a guardian, it refills your mag or something. Oh no, it's guaranteed to drop more primary ammo if you kill, if you kill anything with it. So, um, anyway, so basically if they hadn't tuned it, it would have been a grenade launcher with the infinite ammo. So what they've done is, um, what have there? However, enabling fast, unlimited grenade spamming was too much in PvP based on internal playtests. So you think? Gee, you think? <laughs> so we've adjusted that specific cause without significantly impacting its field in PvE. Fighting line reserve ammo increased from a lot. <laughs> um, receives the same changes as other breach grenade launchers, meaning it's going to load slower, right? Um, and I can't remember the other changes, but you heard him say it earlier. Uh, reduced base reload stat to zero. Um, now increases reload speed to its previous level on damaging multiple enemies with one grenade. So it's going to, your, your reload time is going to be base zero, but if you 
kill a bunch of things with one shot, it'll reload faster. Um, we'll be keeping an eye on this, but believe it's in a good place with this change. And note, we are not going over, sorry, we are not going over to nerf an exotic with its own subreddit. Daggone. <laughs> you should be manually reloading Fighting Lion anyway. For real. Vex, this is what had me in a tizzy. Guys, listen to the Vex Smith class buffs. Not changes, buffs. Okay? Vex Smith class. We were cautious with tuning this one at launch, knowing that shipping a dominant weapon that has incredibly low ownership would break PvP. And aimed for balanced, but erring on the side of not letting it ship too strong. However, it fell short of balanced. Ownership is much higher now, and we want it to be strong enough to be a desirable reward from Vault of Glass. I need to farm it, because I, with my, with my exotic luck, have not gotten one yet. So, here's the buffs. PvE damage has increased by... Drumroll, please. 40%. But that's a 4-0, not a 1-4, not a 4, 4-0. 40% damage buff in PvE. Its range stat increased to be near best in class for high-impact auto rifles. Damn. Increased stability stat. Reworked catalyst to grant stability and damage after a kill. Increased rate of fire from 360 to 390. Reduced linear fusion rifle mode charge time from 820 to 533. Wow, that is enormous. So it's gone from high impact charge time to freaking rapid fire charge time. That's nutty. That is absolutely disgusting. Um, no longer loses overcharge stacks on stow. Big change, that's big. People have complained about that a lot. Except when in linear fusion rifle mode. So, as long as you have it in, like, the air quotes auto rifle mode, you'll keep your stacks. But as soon as you swap it to the linear fusion rifle mode and you stow it, that is when you lose your stacks. So, um, da -da -da -da. So, before you go on, I just want to kind of yeah. clarify a few things that Chris Proctor clarified on Massive Breakdowns. So, the PVE damage is the bonus that it receives when it goes into PvE, which is what's being brought up by 40%. Nothing else, yep. not the base damage of anything. Right. So you just want to kind of clarify that because the damage will still stay the same when in PvP content. Right, only, but all uh, the other changes are for everything. The, the, the charge time going down, PvE and PvP. The increased mm -hmm. rate of fire, PvE and PvP. Stability, PvE and PvP. Range, PvE and PvP. All yeah, that yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah. He says it. It Only maintains. He said it maintains the high impact archetype damage, but does not change the TTK oh, all that much. So good. So. So good. All right. Anyway, moving on to the merciless. We had to touch this anyway. <laughs> Bad touch. Because the fusion rifle changes, and figured it. Figured if we're in there, we might as well make a buff we'd been thinking about. Updated a perk to account for fewer shots per burst. Should build up charge rate at the same amount per burst as before. But reduce the damage penalty for increasing charge rate by 40%. That's pretty big. That's pretty big. Jotin is getting... 
I called but, it last week, didn't I? I said they were going to touch Jotun. Mm-hmm. Jotun is getting a buff. So the PvP menace, the the, the thing that you it's hate still going to be a PvP it, menace. It, it's not just going to be a PvP menace. It's going to be a standard part of every PvP loadout now. And this is why. Because of how the charge time stat works on the fusion rifle changes, we made a small change to avoid breaking this weapon. In playtesting, it makes almost no difference. But if I didn't mention it, somebody would notice. They have reduced the charge time from 0.82 to 0.78, i.e. it shoots faster. And By four hundredths of a second. <laughs> four hundredths of a second faster. I'll notice that. <laughs> they slightly reduced the damage per shot. And but with it will that... still one-shot you. And with that, yes, it's it's basically to kind of stop it from one-shotting people in their supers. You can still shoot yeah. people in their supers, and depending on their resilience and depending on what super they're in, mm-hmm. they may still die, but the majority of you roaming supers and obviously and super will survive. one-shot somebody if you're not in a super. So, yeah. Maybe, maybe resilience now plays a part in that. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Sweet business is perk. Instead of you refilling your ammo um, on little white what happens, yeah. What happened to Bastion? Can't you just skip over the Bastion for all the Bastion means out there? I am so sorry. Bastion feels very strong with shotguns being less dominant, so we're preemptively adjusting in PvP. So let me stop at that statement. Uh, I've been playing PvP this season a little bit just for the weekly when I hadn't before, and you know what? I haven't noticed a change in the shotgun usage at all. Still, 99% of my deaths are from somebody sliding with a shotgun. So... I wish I could see the shotguns were being less used, but I'm not there yet. Back up more. Yeah. Back up more. If they can't get to you, they can't kill you. Uh, If you lace the ground with Telesta bolts, it makes it much (laughs) more, I mean, much less appetizing for them to rush you. I suppose. So we're preemptively adjusting it in PvP. Also, it's super low usage in PvP, so we're buffing it there too. It has super low use in PvE. Oh, sorry. PVE. Reduced damage by 15% can now not quite kill a Guardian with one shot in the three-shot burst it fires. So that means now you're just going to have to quick swap to another rifle to clean up. Or punch uh, if you're that close. Was that? Or punch if you're that close. Mm, yeah, fair enough. Increased spread angle by 10%. But they've also increased PvE damage by 25%. So with all three of these changes being calculated, that amounts to about a 10% increase in PvP. PvE, E, damn it, E. Player versus environment. For schnigity. Okay. See, and um, you, you, you mock me. I have trouble with words. You have trouble with words. I mock you anyway. Yeah. I am what you would call a hypocrite. I will mock you for the same problems I have and still laugh. Yeah. Because I can laugh at myself because it's healthy. Dun, 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 dun. Sweet business perk. Refilling the magazine when picking up primary no longer works in a world without primary. Who knew? So it's being adjusted. Now refills magazine on picking up special or heavy ammo instead of primary. So when we gun you down... We're going to enjoy that green ammo you drop and just keep firing because reloading breaks uh, my immersion. Green ammo, green ammo economy changes anyway, so even that is going to be different. 
Yeah. In, in, in PvP, though, you all have it. The, the economy is murdering the other players for their but green ammo. But I thought you never ran out of ammo with your, with your war pig and a 150-round magazine there, Parody. Oh, it's possible. I have emptied that magazine in PvP. <laughs> and, now, anymore. and now I can't empty it. Well, no. I, I, I can empty it, but I can always refill he it. He didn't need a magazine. He just can't run out of bullets indefinitely. Yeah, um, I, I, I have emptied every last primary ammo. I, you know, every primary bullet I had and had to run around going, uh, I have no ammo right now. Right. Uh, so we have some perk changes too, guys. I don't know if you know this. Firing mm-hmm. line. A perk that was good on paper and not really good in the field has got some changes coming to it. Uh, firing line. We like the idea of a perk. It was just giving it too much damage almost for free. Haven't noticed that. Haven't even seen anybody use it. Reduce damage bonus to 20% down from something else. Uh, precision damage for all supported weapon archetypes was highly variable depending on the weapon type. Okay. It will roll on some sniper rifles, linear fusion rifles, and machine guns, and maybe some other stuff in the future. Firing line on an auto rifle. What do you guys think? I think that would be bad. It's, it's good what if you're standing... It's the one where if you're standing next to somebody, you get the next to a few somebodies. I think you have to be standing to at least two people. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah, something like that. You stand next to somebody and you get a damage bonus. Mm -hmm. So that's why it was good on sniper rifles, linear fusion rifles. If you're kind of doing DPS on a machine gun, yeah, yeah. Certain damage perks only affected impact damage on explosive weapons. Check this out, guys. Certain damage perks only affected the impact damage on explosive weapons not the explosion itself so we've updated these specific perks to also increase detonation damage for those of you like me that have the god roll palindrome or what uh, or you know any basically thing with exploding rounds check this out perks that also increase detonation damage is going to be kill clip nice rampage <laughs> And Adrenaline Junkie. These three perks not only are going to increase your bullet impact damage, but also your explosion damage. That is going to be disgusting. Um, We've also fixed an incorrect rarity on some recently shipped weapon perks. Whew. You, might see, you might see some of them now. So you're telling me my curated role gnawing hunger with Rampage and Overflow is going to be um, more Rampagey. I like it. I like it a no, lot. No, you don't have explosive rounds on it, do you? Uh, that's a good question. Yeah. Okay, I, I misread that. I thought it was just the, the rampage being more rampagey. Mm-mm. No, it, it's the rampage now uh, increases the damage okay. for the explosion damage on explosive rounds. Ah, uh, gotcha. Words, yep. words are hard. Words are words are really hard. Also, is what's hard is visual effects. So the VFX yeah. team done some changes so weapon vfx were all custom and some didn't meet our desired cool factor so we've rebuilt these to speed up the process of adding new weapons dating old ones while updating these visuals at the same time so they've updated all grenade launchers and rocket launchers visual effects legendary fusion and linear fusion rifles now have distinct damage type charge vfx every visual effect in the game was custom no wonder it took so long to do things yeah, no kidding. Now they just have a box oh. that they can go into and, and mix and match and go, I like that one from there, that one from there. <laughs> there you go, a new one. Just, yep. okay, I, this, this isn't visual, but Bungie, for, for audio effects, please never 
ever use the squeaky audio effect from oh god, what is that stupid gun that that Dedrick never stopped using? The pulse rifle that shoots void. Oh, Graviton Lance. Graviton Lance. Thank you. I I I love that. Well, I want to love that weapon, but I cannot use that weapon because it goes e e e every time you fire it. I, I can't do it. Can't do it. <laughs> you get some flashbacks, bro. <laughs> mm-hmm. I am. When, when, when that when faction rallies were up, and that was the weapon everybody was trying to farm and and get the catalyst on, it was just e, 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 everywhere you go. Those aren't dolphins. That's the terrible Wait, sound that, that weapons make. Well, e, 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 e. Oh yeah, I was just checking. Dolphin. You know, I, I can put dolphins in there. You know that. You you, don't have to keep no, doing no, the noise. no. Leave his voice. As a matter of fact, have that be the new dolphin. <laughs> that would be fine too. That could be the new dolphin oh, sound, or just or just that... find the stupid sound clip of that graviton lands. I, I can't. I can't do it. I can't do it. Oh, even... oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. A second runner up. I wonder if this also works for explosive head, right? Because they say explosive payload. Is it only payload? Nope, explosive weapons. Bam. So if you have a god roll arsenic bite that has rampage and explosive head for this next season where you have infinite arrows. Booyah! So there's explosive light, explosive head, explosive payload, and explosive shadow. Mm-hmm. Explosive shadow. shadow is on the malfeasance, it seems. Ah, uh, yes. So that's interesting. So in the near future, they're devoting a lot of energy to the Witch Queen expansion. There are a ton of things changing in a few weeks. So we want to see how things shake out before we decide on further tuning. We'll be watching Season 15 launch day closely and ready to make some small adjustments as needed in the first half of the season, which is kind of following up on what they said before, that there'll be a possible mid-season kind of, you know, buff, nerf to whatever. So the more distant future, linear fusion rifles and cast frame swords are still not where they want them to be, so expect some tweaks. We're also looking at some underused or underpowered exotics, and these will be taking a pass at them sometime, including the Arbalest, the Cirrus regime. Oh, I like that. Yeah, that's a good idea. Mm-hmm. The Christethis 77K, the Malfeasance, and more. That and oh, more, that sounds like a new weapon. And more. Yeah. Um, you guys, have I just looked through my entire dim for everything that's got Rampage on it, and only one thing had an explosive perk that also had Rampage, and that was the Arsenic Bite I was telling you about. Mm-hmm. Do you guys have more than one... What weapons can drop with both Explosive Payload and Rampage? Now you're going to make me look. Yeah, I am going to make you look, because I want to know. Well, I have next to nothing with explosive anything on it, so that's a real short list for me. Yeah, because Rampage on the Arsenic Bite rolls in the second to last column, whereas you can get the explosion, Firefly explosions and other explosions in the last column, can't you? Yes, Night Demon, you can. Yes, Night Demon, absolutely. You're right. <laughs> Continuing with the 12, if you have issues with spamming high rate of fire or semi-automatic weapons as fast as possible, we've got something in the works for you. Priming a target and quickly swapping for a cleanup is easier than they'd like, so they're looking at an option for building towards faster swap speeds. They're going to hit both of these at the same time, basically. So the Witch Queen and Beyond. 
So they've talked previously about wanting legendary weapons to have more identity based on their source and expect to ship a new system for this in or close to the Witch Queen. In Season 15, we are tweaking exotic primary weapons to generate ammo faster through Ammo Finder mods. And we have another change planned to make them more enticing in hard PvE content. That's all we've got now for weapon changes. We'll be looking forward to seeing how PvP and PvE metas shape up once you all have them in your hands next week. And that was from Chris. Thank you very much, Chris. Very informative. And again, check out the linked Massive Breakdowns podcast if you want to find out some more tidbits from him. Now we move on to guns, guns, guns. Guns, guns, guns. Bundy are still holding a lot of details on Season of the Redacted, and we're still calling it that at the moment. Close to the chest, including the news. It's coming out in like three days. Just let it go. No, but people, people might not want to be spoiled. Yes. They won't. It's just the title. No, no. Including the new Season 15 Arsenal that you'll be starting to discover next week. We do want to show off some other weapons you'll be earning next season. So next season's ritual quest weapon is a rocket launcher with explosive light perk. And the explosive light perk is picking up orbs of power, increase the next grenade blast radius and damage. So with that, it used to be on a grenade launcher. So now it's going to be rocket. So that's going to be good. So pick up as many orbs of power and that will increase the next blast radius. So as is the custom with the ritual weapon, you can collect your ornaments from Gambit, Crucible, and Vanguard to theme the weapon by upgrading your ranks on those vendors. Well, like, how is it going to work, though? Because if you remember, Explosive Light gave you, uh, on, the, on the grenade launcher, it gave you six rounds, which was one whole magazine from that grenade launcher, if I'm not mistaken, right? So is it still going to give you the six rounds for a grenade launcher? Or are you just getting Rocket the launcher, one? Yeah. Rocket launcher, yeah, possibly. Yeah, sorry, rocket launcher. I mean, the only thing in the API at the moment is still the grenade launcher info with picking up uh-huh. the orbs of power will then power the next kind of shot from it. So, right. possibly the same with the rockets. Are we looking at the I'm same hoping we can get part? like a set number of right, like six rocket will give you the explosive power, like six grenades did. What do you mean? Are we weapon? looking at the same perk? Explosive light. Picking up an orb of power increases the grenade's blast radius and damage. Yeah. Yeah. So why are we talking about it refilling the magazine? I'm not. I'm not. Or or putting six of the mag. Okay, so for the grenade launcher damage. for the grenade launcher that we had it on, right, you can pick up as many orbs of light as you want, but you could only empower six rounds. And the magazine oh, capacity, oh, if I'm not mistaken, okay. had a six round magazine capacity. So I'm not I sure if it correlated to the magazine size or if it was just six because six, right? So, you know, if it's six grenade, I'm sorry, if it's six rockets, great. But if it's only, you know, one rocket because your magazine is one rocket or maybe it comes with like uh, the assassin, um, ambitious assassin, and you might get two rockets in the magazine, maybe both of those will be empowered. I don't know. But I'm hoping it's like, more than just one or two rockets become empowered with explosive light. Because otherwise, I mean, it's cool for the first shot, but then meh. Hmm. Yeah. I, yeah. I'd like it to kind of, you know, be for a good couple of shots. Yeah. Maybe. Otherwise, there's no point in actually going and collecting the ritual weapon. Is It's just kind of I mean, it's a to an end. Weapon. It looks you cool. Just go Visually speaking, just because if one added to your collection, it's pretty cool. Look at this thing. It's, it's, yeah. it's a I mean, sexy rocket launcher. It looks you know? really cool, yeah. 
It's, yeah. it's very unique. It doesn't look like anything we've had before, which is nice. Yeah. Maybe, yeah, and maybe they'll do something else that's interesting too. So we'll just have to get our, get our hands I mean, on it and see him. Wouldn't next be week. much of a ritual weapon if it didn't. <laughs> but we have weapons coming back. And initially, I saw this and I had a deep, deep sigh because I didn't read far enough. So we have three weapons that are coming back to Vanguard, Gambit, and Crucible. And they will drop randomly after completing these activities with random rolls next season. Here's a sneak peek. Uh, I don't see the names, but I know Demon put the names somewhere. I, I will go over them for you. So initially, okay, I thought... I want, to do the, the, I want to do the season of the nine. Oh, I want to do the nine Yeah, weapons. okay. Calm yeah, down. Okay. Calm yourself okay, down. Okay, okay, okay. Initially, I thought that they showed us a picture of the Bygones, which was the pulse rifle. But it's Ooh. not. It's actually the oh. scout rifle, the distant relation. Uh, I went backwards and forwards looking at it in like light.gg and D2 Gunsmith and went, no, no, it's definitely the scout rifle that they've put here. So we've got the scout rifle, the distance relation. It was a 180 RPM scout rifle. It had an impact of 62, a range of 47, handling of 46, reload speed of 45, aim assist of 61, and it tended to bounce to the right. It was a precision frame also. So again, I mean, these are going to be reworked, so the perks are going to be changing, but it could roll with, like, Firefly. No, no, no it could. You don't tap know. the trigger. Just skip the perks, so if you don't know. Oh, no. Yeah, I'm no, we saying. don't know. But it's a distant relation scout rifle. What's that yes. auto rifle right there? That would be the Solomon... Is it Solomon Him? Solemn. Solemn, Solemn Him. Sorry, Solemn Him, which was a precision frame. Yeah, that's right, isn't it? No. Is that... Uh, what's that symbol? I can't remember what that symbol Adaptive is. Adaptive frame on, on the picture that you Adaptive. put in there. Okay. Thing. <laughs> yeah. So this is an. Oh, yeah. It says at the top. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. This is an adaptive frame auto rifle. And again, it was a, it's in the good archetype. So it's a 600 RPM, 44 in the magazine, impact of 21, range of 53, stability of 40, and a handling of 55 with an aim assist of 58. So, and again, that tended to bounce to the right. And, and then, then we have a sidearm. Sidearm. I, I completely forgot that this sidearm actually existed and the name of it. And when I was looking it up, I was looking for the, the specific Soros um, bird on the end of all the Soros weapons that we kind of got for the sidearms. <laughs> and I was like, where, where is this weapon? And it's all the way back to the first season of Destiny 2. So way back when. And it's called the time card. So this is the sidearm, a Soros sidearm. So it's a rapid fire, uh, full auto. Deeper ammo it's, reserves. I was going to say, yeah, basically it means full auto for a sidearm. Yeah. yeah. Slightly faster reloads when the magazine is empty. Has an impact of 35, range of 32, stability of 66, handling of 55, uh, and aim assist of 51. And tends to bounce vertically. So mm -hmm. pretty good one. So I reckon this would rival the Iron Banner one that we've got at the moment. The Fool's Remedy. So think Fool's Remedy, because it, again, it's a Soros rapid fire frame. So those are the three weapons that are going to be dropping randomly in Vanguard, Gambit, and Crucible. They also have some other weapons that Respawn would like to tell you about. Yes, I would. So way back in the beginning of D2, we had, you know, uh, a different type of trials, right? And it had some of the best guns in the game. And I had all of them except the auto rifle. To this day, I still never got that <laughs> auto rifle. And the auto rifle was money probably one of the best out of all the weapons but you have to I've, you have to kind of preference which one because there were two sets of 
Trials of the Nine, uh, which yeah. they've kind of mixed and matched where they've taken these from. So when I was looking again at thumbnails and things of where where these weapons have actually come from, and thanks to Chris Proctor, who actually dropped, name dropped one of them, I was kind of, oh, okay, that clarifies that, that you've kind of mixed and matched from both sets. Yep. So um, basically uh, they were Trials weapons that you had to work really hard for back in the day. And obviously you had to go to the lighthouse to get some of them, things like that. But back then we had a system that um, you could get a trials engram and you didn't even have to go into trials. You could just uh, like, if somebody in your clan or whatever did it, it would complete the engram for you. So everybody was just getting weapons and whatnot drops uh, just willy nilly, right? You just have more of a chance if you actually jumped into trials. Well, um from trials uh to dungeons i guess is how this is going to work because now not only do you not have to do trials to get trials weapons you can just do the dungeon the prophecy dungeon and you get trials level weapons from the prophecy dungeon what that's gonna be awesome that was i heard that and i was a kid in the candy store is that what you wanted to say no, I'm not done yet. I'm going okay. over the whole so, weapon. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So what, what what can I get? Okay, so what you can get is first of all, we're going to start with a sidearm called the Swift Verdict. It is a. Per, uh, sorry, it start, was. Why would you start with what, that? I've given you the long walk just above that. No, you didn't. Yeah, why you would did. you start? Why um, would you start with a sidearm? Because <laughs> never. Who's who starts with a sidearm? Who are you, sir? Do you go to the buffet? Because you want to build and, up and from walk? there, man. You want to build up, bro. Knowing up. you, if you build up, you're going to miss them out. So go in order that I've posted them. <laughs> All right. So <laughs> we got the long walk sniper rifle. Uh, it was an aggressive frame, so a high impact, high damage, basically one shot headshot. Um, back back then, we don't know what it's going to have now, but judging by the perks it used to have, it had an impact of 90, a range of 80, stability 28, meh, handling 35, meh, reload speed 41. Uh, rounds per minute, 72, magazine 3, yada, yada, yada. Aim assistance, 48. Respectable, but not the greatest. And it had a 50 zoom. 50 is mid-range, right? I think 30 is the, the short scope zoom that everybody likes. Um, but yeah, it had a mid-range scope, if I'm not mistaken. Either way, really good sniper rifle. I remember getting tagged with it a bunch. But they're yeah. probably going to have to make some changes, especially to the scope, for it to compete with they've, some of the they've sniper done that. rifles. They've, we've they've adjusted scopes, haven't they? So yes. this will probably fit in with what they've done with the high impacts, as it's a high impact. Right. So, after that, we have the Swift Verdict sidearm. Decision frame. This means its recoil pattern is more predict predictably vertical. Um, and, you know, for a sidearm, it wasn't bad. It had a 51 for impact, 57 for range, not bad, 46 for stability, so kind of balanced. Um, the aim assist was 85, though. It was way up there, and the recoil pattern is 95. What that means is straight up and down and hardly any gaps between. It's like one of the best recoil patterns. The only one that you can get better is a recoil pattern of 100. So phenomenal recoil pattern. It had a handling what? of 43 as well, which, you know, is quite good for a sidearm. And yes. I guess if you put a masterwork on there of a uh, handling one, if you get one with handling, and some of the other perks that it may roll with would be quite cool. Yep. And then you had the sudden death, which is an aggressive frame shotgun. Had an impact of 80 and a range of 32. Back then it came with slide shot and a few other perks to help you out with the whole range thing. 
Um, and that's really all to say about shock. And it was like I said, high impact. So you get the five round magazine with a 55 rounds per minute. Uh, as far as rolls, we don't know. Now we're getting into the stuff that I enjoy. The last breath kinetic auto rifle. This was a 600 rounds per minute auto rifle. I believe back in the day it was arc. If I'm not mistaken, I might be mistaken, but I'm pretty sure it was an arc auto rifle with 600 rounds per minute. If it was kinetic, and... no, it wasn't. If it was kinetic, it was kinetic. Does it say kinetic? I don't see kinetic. Oh, it does say kinetic. My bad. Yeah. So there was something else that that had an arc that I'm lying about. Maybe it was the pulse rifle. We'll see. All right. Anyway, so 600 rounds per minute auto rifles, super duper deadly back in the day. And nowadays, with the auto rifles, uh, 600 rounds per minute is not a bad archetype to take inside of PvP or PVE, right? Uh, impact 21, range 48, magazine size 43, stability 49, handling is 70, pretty good for an auto rifle, reload speed 56, aim assistance is 67, it was low zoom at only 16, and it had a recoil pattern of 56, which is almost vertical, but not quite. And um, the bounce intensity is 44 and kind of tends to bounce to the right if it bounces at all. Uh, but back then it had um, Ambitious Assassin and Dynamic Sway Reduction, which is what made it really deadly. For a 600 round per minute auto rifle back then with Dynamic Sway, it was a laser beam and you got tagged by it all the time. I know we have a bunch of stuff like that now, but at the very least, it is a beautiful looking auto rifle i love the aesthetics of these weapons that is my favorite thing about these weapons are the aesthetics i mean no. at least it, it can kind of compete with some of the other auto rifles that are in that range yeah yeah and um it's yeah it's, it's gonna do it's gonna be quite good i mm -hmm. guess and depending on the roles you can get on it it might be really good you know we don't know what roles it has but i'm just i'm looking at it from the aesthetics perspective because they're gorgeous and the other one is uh, Darkest Before. How many of you out there thought Dawn? Go ahead, you can tell me. I know it's a lot of you, but it's just Darkest Before. That is it. No, it is I a rapid-fire pulse rifle. Um, and it also came, at the time, with full-auto trigger system. I don't know if it will now. This is an energy weapon, so I'm pretty sure that was the arc one I was thinking of. Um, and no, let's is, see. That was Void. Are you sure it was Void? I've still got oh, one in my sure, inventory. Oh, well, there you go. Because of course. Then I don't know what the arc weapon was that I was <laughs> using and getting hit with all the time. But one of these weapons were arc, all right? And I didn't use snipers <laughs> or shotguns or sidearms. So it had to be either the pulse or the auto rifle. But there was a friggin' arc one. Anyway. Possibly. <laughs> Impact is 23, range is 41. Stability is 53, not bad for a rapid, rapid fire frame. Uh, rounds per minute, 540. Uh, magazine is 36. Aim assistance is 75. That's pretty good. Recoil is 70, which is also pretty good. You throw on a, a counterbalance mod, that'll get you up to 85. That'll be really, really good. So and, this is uh, the equivalent of the grid skipper that we've got in this current season. So mm, it's the same archetype of the 540s. So if you like your grid skippers, this might be one to look out for. And then last but not least, uh, this was a 140 hand cannon, so I'm betting it would probably come out as a 120 now. I'm no, thinking. 140. 
Are you sure? Because there's only yeah. one four. There's only one one forty in the game right now, and that's no, there's the... only one one fifty in the game now. And that sunshot. Uh my bad. Yeah, well, bad. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, well, it used to be runs uh, one forty runs a minute with magazine size of nine. Might still be. Who knows? Adaptive frame. You had an impact of forty. A range of fifty. Stability forty eight. Handling forty eight. Reload forty six. All in all, really good balanced hand cannon. Aim assist is 75. Recoil is 95. Again, the only thing better than that is straight up 100. So that is a phenomenal straight up and down recoil pattern. And yeah, as far as hand cannons go, really nice aesthetics. Got really good baseline stats. And I guess the perk combos is going to determine whether or not that's going to be good in uh, our PvP meta. Yeah, it might be Uriel's gift, but I don't think so. I was thinking more of a trial. So what happens if you put the mod on a gun with already 95, take it, you know, that takes it, gives it 15? It'll max it out at 100. Just gives it 100. Okay, yeah, max it out. So you could take it to 100 if you wanted to, but really there's not much of a point in doing that. There's no so. point because it's already, the only thing that the 100 does is make your grouping slightly tighter, right? Because 95 is still mm. completely vertical, but the grouping is further spaced apart. So every every five, right? So uh, your your five, your ten, your fifteen, your twenty-five, thirty-five, forty-five. I'm sorry, not your ten. Five, fifteen, twenty-five, thirty-five, forty-five. Anything that ends in a five is going to be straight up and down, right? With the exception of one hundred. One hundred is straight up and down, and it's got a tight grouping. The only difference that the first number being a twenty-five, a thirty-five, a forty-five is the the gap between your your rapid shots, right? So the the higher the number that ends in a five, the tighter your groupings are going to be as they're going vertical, right? So that's why, that's the whole point of that. Everyone's like, oh, as long as it ends in a five, you're good. Technically, yes. But if you have something that's rapid fire, you want it to end in a five, and you want it to be a high number ending in five because you get the tight grouping as well as it going vertical. So there you go. Makes sense. And that's it for the for the 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 returning trials of the nine slash uh uh dungeon weapons. Yeah. And like yeah. I said, they've taken some from the first lot of trials of the nine weapons and some from the second lot. Because mm -hmm. I, I believe the like the darkest before was the second lot because and the same with the auto rifle. There was the I think it's the prosecutor which was the first one, auto rifle that came out. Let me just check. Yeah, the prosecutor. That, that, that sounds right, yeah. Which was the original in the original set of the Trials of the Nine, which I still have one. So yeah, there's, there's two sets that they can kind of pull from, because I vaguely remember there's a submachine gun as well that was available, um, all with the Trials of the Nine kind of aesthetic. So it's a good place to put it back into. And then... Yeah. We have some other weapons that are going to be dropping in the world loop pool. More weapons! Cool. So you've told me you told me I can get weapons from from my my Vanguard, my Gambit, my Crucible. And now there's a whole new batch of weapons for Prophecy Dungeon, and there's more weapons. Oh yeah, there's more the new world weapons? drop pool for just oh, kind just of out, from, out in the from wild. hanging out. Yep, yeah, hanging out. And at least Ooh. I'd say three of them I'm quite excited about. I mean, I'm not a hand cannon user. I'm not a sniper rifle user. But the other ones. Wasn't the the pulse rifle a reward one season for um well, we're we'll uh, getting to that. Action rallies? No, I'm, I'm asking. I don't know what the fusion rifle is yet, so I don't okay. know. Okay. 
So the hand cannon that is returning is the annual skate again, back from D one. No one. No, it is annual. I lied. Annual. I lied. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I already said I'm sorry. Keep going. Okay. It's a legendary sorry. energy hand cannon. Adaptive frame, a well-rounded grip, reliable and sturdy. An impact of 84, range of 46, stability of 54, handling of 52, aim assist of 75 with a recoil of 88, so it tends to the left. Um, and that is a 140 RPM hand cannon. I believe that one was ARC. I could be wrong. Spoiler alert. Indeed. Is our kinetic sidearm. So this is another, this is a lightweight frame. Impact of 43, range of 25, stability of 46, handling of 68, reload speed of 56, because that's quite important on a sidearm. Aim assist of 65 and a recoil of 87, so it tends to the left, and it's a 360 RPM hand um, sidearm. Call the spoiler alert if that wasn't clear. Mm. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Yeah, the weapon's name is spoiler alert. It wasn't just being obnoxious. <laughs> Now we have a high-impact uh, pulse rifle, the Legal Action 2. This was from New Monarchy, I believe, that one of the rewards that you can kind of could mm -hmm. get from one of the faction rallies that we had. So it's nice uh, that we've had some of the future Warcourt come back this season with like how we did with the Umbrella Engrams. We now yeah, have, they had uh, what, the Scout Rifle this season? And, and the Auto Rifle. Auto Rifle. The, the number the rifle. Yeah, that the was number. very similar to the Uriel's gift that you mentioned. Right. So this pulse rifle was a kinetic uh, pulse rifle. High impact, so slow firing, high damage. Uh, this weapon is more accurate when stationary and aiming down sights. It had an impact of 33, a range of 66, stability of 53, handling of 32, reload speed of 40, aim assist of 32, and its recoil was 70, so it tended to the left, quite a lot to the left. Uh, magazine of 28, and it's shot 340 RPM. So that was quite and again, a good one. If you, if you throw a uh, a mod on that bad boy, you can bring it up to eighty five, which is going to be really, really good. Yeah. So, um, yeah. I mean, this is in the same kind of archetype as the messenger pulse rifles. So, if you like those ones, if you like what was the other ones that are available, um, the no time to explain, no time to explain is the three forty as well. So, if you like kind of that slow firing pulse rifle, this is going to be in the same archetype as that one. Next, we have the nope. sniper rifle, which was a kinetic one. So in the kinetic slot, adaptive frame. It had an impact of 70, a range of 52, stability of 48, handling of 44 with a 90 RPM, aim assist of 60. That's and pretty high. Coil of 71 with uh, tending to the left again, quite severe. Um, I wasn't really particular on the shepherd's watch when it came out. Again, it was another year one weapon. Well, that's because it was a PvP. It had the, the short zoom scope and an aim assist of 60. So, now yeah. this This next auto rifle is one I only just dismantled because I knew <laughs> that this was coming back. So this has only just been dismantled yesterday. Uh, so so, so, so now, now you have room for the new ones. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, so I have room for the new one. So this was the Scathe Lock. Um, it's a legendary kinetic auto rifle with an adaptive frame. So well-rounded grip and reliable and sturdy. Impact of 21, range of 50, stability of 45, handling of 66, aim assist of 65, a recoil direction of 60, and it tended to the right. So, again, it was one of those 600 RPM auto rifles that just did good work. I mean, the stability, even though it was 45, it felt solid, and the range on it was really good. 
just one I'm definitely looking out for for next season. I mean, it could roll with under pressure, high caliber rounds, and I think I kind of spec'd it out for that. So because these we were kind of know set. what it's coming with. No. Stop guessing. No, that's what it did have. I know, but we don't know what it is going to have now. This next one, no, for all the space goths, is going to be. Don't care whether it's space goths or not. This next one, it, I hold not, dear. Not a hungry. I hold it so dear good. to my heart. It is still in my vault to this day because I have it one is, too. Yeah, it is it's one of the Vice rapid fire frame scout rifles. So this thing fires like an auto rifle, a slow firing auto rifle, two hundred and sixty RPM. Uh, but it's fantastic. The, the in the same archetype as this one, you've got the Scorpion SR4, you've got the Frostmice Hex from Iron Banner. These ones are really look out for them because they are very good. Oh, yeah. So it's a full auto because it's a vice rapid frame. It has deeper ammo reserves, slightly faster reload when the magazine is empty, literally lightning fast. Has an impact of 45, a base range of 32, stability of 50, handling of 28, reload speed of 33, but you can ignore that. Aim assist of 66, which is pretty cool. Uh, bounce intensity 47, and it tends to the left. But these things, rapid fire scout rifles, are fantastic and a lot of fun to use. Um, I do recommend kind of maybe looking out for this one. So um, what was the name of that gun? The both of you have drool over. Uh, oh, sorry, it is called the contingency plan. Yeah. <laughs> just just to make sure you got the name out there amongst yeah. all the drool coming out from all oh, these. Uh, oh, 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 oh. I mean, oh, shut up, man! I, Look, this I, is a, this was a good gun, and I'm, it was a space golf gun, dude. This I was is... just about to say, I love a full auto scout rifle. I'm not complaining. You know, the 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 trusty rolls full auto, the night watch can roll full auto. Yeah, full auto scouts yeah. are fun. I just want to make sure we told the people what nice. it was you are talking about. It's got about. a good, clean scope, if it's the one I remember. I mean, it was just all around a good gun. And then if we can get something to adjust that recoil direction, get it maybe to end in a five and then add, or a five or a zero, and then like add a mod on top of that to make it make that recoil really vertical oh well 53 wasn't a bad recoil uh, for it and it's if you, not if no, you were a like, fan of the randy throwing knife which was one of the ritual weapons you could pick up so many seasons back oh, I miss randy, I miss think randy of this in knife. your energy slot so if this is one that you haven't got it's it's amazing it's just I, I couldn't recommend it anymore you know if you are a fan of symmetry it's the same fast firing as the symmetry You've got, like I said, the the Frostmire's Hex. You've got uh, the, the Black Scorpion for SR. It's just, yeah, yeah just so good, so yeah. good. And this is and... this right here is why they the, this is why they took away Zavala's tokens because the suit. Yo, if I'd have known this was coming back, I'd have just I, I don't know what I would have done because I wouldn't have had tokens. This anyway. is going to be in but... the world loot pool, so this means you can go and throw shards at. Um, uh, whatever his name that does the, the weaponsmith, the engrams. You can throw weapon parts at the weapons guy. Oh, you, sir. There you go. So, there are so quite a few good weapons. So there's in there. finally, a, finally, a reason to use some of those thousands and thousands and thousands of tokens I've been holding on to for no good reason. Yes. You mean weapon parts? Yeah, those two. They're all they're all tokens. <laughs> they can call them what they want. They're just tokens. They're trinkets I, I exchange for things. And I do want to mention before we go too far away, counterbalance stock is the mod we keep mentioning that you know reduces the recoil and makes it more vertical and basically adds 15 to whatever that. So the counterbalance stock mod is the one yeah. I couldn't come up with. But that's what we've been talking about, giving you better recoil. 
So yeah, yeah if you could get if you could get the contingency plan to either add seven or subtract three to that recoil and then throw on a counterbalance mod, that gun becomes significantly deadlier. I mean, immediately. It, it does roll with perk, um, like with barrel perks, so it could possibly. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, if if you can get that yeah. in in the barrel perks or the magazine perks or whatever. Good. Yeah, and then we know eventually scout rifles are gonna get a buff. I don't know when. I don't know how. But they will be meta again one day. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be a good one to have in your inventory for it. Yeah, it's things like the like extended barrel, corkscrew, um, small well, ball. So, well, yeah. I mean, Scout rifles have gotten a buff against miners 15% in this season. So No, I'm thinking PvP. Miners, I love yeah. these things in PvP. Just across the other side of the map, rapidly firing. Because the, the flinch on some of these was fantastic. Yeah. Anyway, I'm going to stop I, trolling. I, I'm just I'm just happy that, that we finally have that's what six six new weapons in the world loot pool, another six weapons from the prophecy dungeon, and then another three weapons, you know, one for Vanguard Crucible Gambit. Just a lot of new weapon you know, fifteen new weapons, fifteen, sixteen whatever it is, math is hard, numbers are hard. New weapons coming to the game and a bunch of stuff in the world loot pool that's actually desirable, not just oh we put this in the world loot pool, it's things you had yeah. a season ago that we took out, like actually things that were, you know, part of you know, three years ago in Destiny that you're bringing back that's actually people are wanting to get their hands on, not just, uh, we put these in here for fun and hopefully with the VFX not being custom for every single thing they're doing, uh, they can ship things faster because they don't have to build a new each time, so that, mm. so that should be massive. I mean, I, I really enjoyed when we had to do our Fractaline donations and I farmed for like the perfect Black right. Scorpion. That was amazing. I could just pile those tokens in and just roll as many times as possible. And now the fact that a similar scout rifle is going to come back and I can infuse it up to the right power to use it. Oh, it's amazing. Uh, to the point, yesterday I went through Destiny Light Manager and I have cleared a whopping. Now get this. Do you want to take bets first? How many, how many spaces um... do you think I now have? In my okay, I would, okay. I would say oh, you oh, have... fair, how many did you have before you cleared? Because I need I need some bases. Were were you totally full of five hundred, or did you have some before? Totally full on all characters, full on my vault, and okay. postmasters were overflowing. Okay, so totally maxed <laughs> out. Okay, so I'm gonna say so vault only. I'm not talking about characters. So only, I'm gonna say you have twelve empty spaces. Do we have higher or lower from respawn? I'm going to say he's got five empty spaces. So you're going low. I'm going low. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking you, you, you got rid of the absolute minimum you had to either transfer weapons around or to just free up something somewhere. Is there anyone in your chat that would like to take a guess if you've got anybody in your chat? Uh, I have three people in the chat. Um, let's see. Golden, Sweaty, or Bank or uh Nullis. how many empty slots do you think nintendo man has in his vault right now we're gonna give you 30 seconds on the clock i suppose i better take a picture just so that it's kind of official so you know i'm not joking <laughs> right he goes and deletes like 30 right now no 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 you're all wrong um he wouldn't delete anything additional come on now <laughs> No, it just moves into one of his characters he had space on. No, see? Uh, there was no space on those characters, and I'm assuming <laughs> there still isn't. That's why I was yeah. clarifying. Vault only, because uh, I think those characters are all still completely maxed out. Oh, no, no. Maybe. They have one space in each section now. 
Ah, okay. Mm. So, 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 is that three empty spaces, or is it seven empty spaces, or eight? Whatever. Oh, five. Golden says five as well. Okay. So, w w what's the number? Here you go. I'm going to post it in the chat. In the chat. Here we go. He has. <gasps> 459 of 500 slots available. Wow. I did some what, good cleaning. What did you what did you get rid of? What 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 was there was there any and you know I don't break down but like was there was there any like particular class of thing or tiny box of raisin like or was there anything you got rid of sort of wholesale or just picked and choose you know your seven favorite versions of one weapon or another? Yes, that. It was kind of try and boil down it, rather than having five messages, just in the image maybe he sent only us, three you messengers. can see three of those guns, two of those guns, two of those guns, three of those guns, two of those right. guns. Yes. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. No, no, no. I mean, I know this man. He has like fifty of each thing. <laughs> he just is trying to keep his his favorite forty-eight of each of his children. That's all. Right. But yeah, and there was a lot of that's, kind of. That's impressive. I, I, I mean, which is good. I mean, because you have a whole new season, a whole new world loophole to. Well, that's what I was thinking. Out. You know, yeah, I've I, mean, got, I mean, I, I mean, need to rules. do this every season. But have I, you I, even even gone to the moon or Dreaming City to get those weapons? Because they're they're now going to have different perks from what they had last season. So there's you you know, the more possibilities. Fight? No, I haven't. No, I, I haven't. I I haven't had chance to <laughs> to make space until now. Yeah, and, and now you've got some, and now you can actually transfer you know weapons around characters and and have a postmaster yeah, that I mean, might out, be able to be emptied. You know, you're gonna have to clear out your your daggum characters and your daggum. Um, Postmaster at a minimum, dude. I've done. Yeah. I've done postmasters. Postmasters have only got those. Um, what should we call it? It's the corrupted key codes in them because I've already got five in my inventory. Um, and I've got a few engrams because you know you can always save the engrams for next season, just to see what weapons drop out of those, as yeah. I did last season. Um, yeah. I still yeah. have a tiny back box of raisins. I still have. You do have one consumable slot free as well, that little the middle little icon. So you have one consumable slot free. Yeah. On my character, yeah. Uh we'll we'll, we'll respawn first first we're gonna need to know just just for reference now, what do you have in your vault? What's what's your Oh what are you okay. seeing? Well, I, I I'm gonna post mine. Right I'm I have... so, so yeah, so nineteen minutes at four hundred and fifty nine <laughs> of five hundred slots. I am at a yeah. whopping three hundred and sixty eight of five hundred slots. Okay. So let me so preface this by saying I have two empty characters and I have an empty postmaster. Okay. Right. Yeah. So I have yeah, four ninety-eight yeah. of five hundred. <laughs> <laughs> so your vault is full, but you have character space. Yeah. Yeah. I've got a couple of things on my and characters. I have, but... I have I have postmasters. So yeah. <laughs> so what are you doing um, with all of your legendary shards, Night Demon? That's what I want to know. What What are you spending them on? Nothing, I've got twenty four thousand of these things, and you only have nineteen hundred. What, what do you? Or I'm sorry, thirty nine hundred. Oh, what are you spending your legendary shards on? I have one hundred and sixty seven. What are you people spending your shards on? Uh, I don't know. Oh, leveling up armor, guns. Yeah, leveling like that. up armor, and <laughs> okay, yeah. and buying world materials. Especially uh, lately, okay. since okay. since y'all showed me that that armor builder thing, right? Where you can like pick your stats you want maxed. I had to max out. A bunch of armors for my for my hunter and my warlock for different builds. So I lost respawn a lot of stuff. Respawn. What? Will you tell us what relief effort Bungie is doing? I can. In one paragraph or less. All right. Um, I can give you four. 
At Bungie, it's our mission to build words that inspire friendship. But we also realize the fortunate position we find ourselves in. And we believe in the power, compassion, and generosity of our community to amplify our efforts to reduce distress and suffering in the world. We believe that games can be a powerful force for good. We believe it's our responsibility to use our voice and to support your desire to help those in need. Our partners in Disaster Relief, Direct Relief, and Team Rubicon are doing profound and meaningful work around the globe to provide direct aid, agility, and expertise in response to the numerous humanitarian crises in our world is facing, including the Haiti, er yeah, Haiti earthquake. Shouldn't that be like the Haitian earthquake? I don't know. The Haiti earthquake and global impacts of climate change and COVID-19. We invite you to jump into action with us to help a fund that will both support their efforts as well as help us build a pool of reserves that can be leveraged to support future humanitarian needs and strategically and rapidly between now and september 1st at 1159 pacific time we have a few exciting opportunities to help those in need around the world along with some incredible incentives to thank you for doing so here's how it's going to work direct downloads all donation to the bungee foundation will support the disaster relief fund you donate $25 and receive the Anchor Point Emblem distributed via email on Thursday, September 9th. This is what it looks like. Very red. Looks looks like two firefighter axes sort of crossed. Firefighter axes. axes oh, it sure the, does, doesn't it? Yeah. It has a nice little, little red. Yeah. Little red. Yeah. I mean, I, I think a blue screen. So, you know, yeah. Firefighter you axes. Throw your axes around. Got a nice little bungee logo on there. Mm-hmm. And this parody has already claimed dibs on it, so if you want it, you have to give more money than parody is. Okay, so this yeah, is the Guardians of Hope T-shirt. Um, it's got shacks on the front. It says, "Your victory gives the city hope." Guardian, I can't do his voice, but there you go. Um, it's a T-shirt with him on the front. It actually looks kind of cool. I mean, it. I don't like the squareness of it. I think they should have like just kind of blended the red in or whatever instead of just putting a stamp on it. But you know that's my opinion. Either way, Shaq's on a T-shirt. Uh, pre-order the Guardians Hope T-shirt from Team Rubicon's website, and the Bungie Foundation will match up to twenty-five thousand dollars. We will provide shipping updates in a later twab, and every customer will receive the Vital Elixir emblem. Distributed on Thursday, September 9th. And it's this green amalgamation of stuff. I mean, what I guess that could be like an adult and a child. You know, the the big one and then the smaller one. I don't really know what this is supposed to be, but oh. yeah, you get this. This is this is what you get. It's green. It's gambity. Makes me think of a snake. I don't know. It's green colored uh-huh. with some... Yeah. Yep. I don't know what it is either. $25. And you want to give the city hope, Guardian. And as usual, we have that heart emblem coming back. Uh, all purchases from the Bungie Foundation collection will support Disaster Relief Fund. Again, all purchases will receive the Planet of Peace emblem. That's the blue one with the hearts on it. This one right here. You got all these different little symbols on it. And so it's got these little hearts right here. Bam. To be eligible for in-game items listed above donations and or purchases must be made between august 19th and september 1st so don't do it now do it later no, but don't no. do it too late do it Wait, now no, do it now. now yeah that was acceptable that was two from, days ago from, i'm sorry yeah, this is the from two days, days ago until the, yeah do it in august if you do it in august you're good if you wait till after august you're no longer good and everybody is sad 
Yeah. Buy your shirt. Or give them money. The very Get first day of September. But don't roll those dice. Um, ba -ba 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 -ba. Donations must be exactly $25 or higher to qualify for the Anchor Point emblem. Combining smaller donations does not qualify. So if you're broke and you just do five and five and five and five and you think you're going to get it, you're not. Save all the fives and donate the 25. Cool? Great. Um, ba -ba 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 -ba. Yeah. And then they've got some additional, you know, Team Rubicon veteran led disaster relief organization. Direct Relief is a humanitarian aid organization active in all 50 states and 80 countries. You know, they, they've worked with Direct Relief before, and I think they've worked with Team Rubicon before. Again, it's for charity. They're doing good work. God knows the world needs people to, you know, jump in and help yeah. in global pandemics, wreak havoc, or earthquakes destroy entire countries. So give money, yeah. get good shirts, get good emblems. Bungie does Which, great work. That, that surprised me because I've, I've been to the Haitian island and I've been to the Dominican Republic, which is the same island, but the other side. And, you know, I didn't, I didn't know that they had like earthquakes being a thing. Obviously hurricanes. Yeah. Obviously tsunamis, high waves. Yeah. But obviously not on the day that you visited on an island. Huh? Obviously not on the day that you visited. Yeah. No, but I mean like in general, I didn't think islands per se had earthquake problems because they're usually made out of volcanic activity. Right, usually yeah. being the key word there. But, well, yeah, I mean, well, I guess well, between the earthquakes and the and the tsunamis and typhoons, I can't remember it was tsunami the storm. Yeah, you know, yeah. big waves from earthquakes and also just earthquakes in general. Yeah, there was one in, in Haiti, um, you know, like about a week ago. There was a there was a huge one a couple of years back, but there was a seven point two earthquake in Haiti on the fourteenth of August. So they just got hit again by another. So yeah, well, not good the reason the reason like Haiti is hit worse than like Dominican Republic, right? It's Dominican Republic overall is more uh they have actual buildings made out of concrete things like that right they're 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 they're, they're as a society they're a little bit more advanced but a lot of the haitian communities they still live in you know uh, just like sh something a little more than a shack right four thin walls built to just kind of keep the wind out kind of situation right i'm not saying that's all of haiti but that's a majority of haiti from what I understand. So whenever a hurricane comes or a tsunami or any of these other things, it affects them significantly more than it does for their counterparts on the other side of the island because they don't have the infrastructure to withstand these kind of natural disasters. So that's why, the, you know, it's like help Haiti and not help the whole island or whatever because, you know, Haitians just get hard. Hard. Bunchy artists, though. That's a thing. So yeah. this guy... There's some cool work from a number of different artists that they've featured in the TWAB. This just looks like a screenshot. Did somebody actually draw this? Well, yeah, these, they're official Bungie artists, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. these are people who uh, have actually done the artwork in the game, and uh, they link to the personal sites of these different artists. I see. I like this one, the, the Vault of yeah. Glass. Yeah, so Mike, encounter. yeah so I may butcher these, but yeah, Mike Stavreed, Stavrides, yep. Lonnie Ming, Mike Poe, and Thad Steffen. So the links, you know, has some of the artwork they've done in the game and also links to their, looks like their art station sites. So you can see more of their portfolio, more of their work. And yeah, the people from Bungie who actually create the game and, you know, all, all the VFX and visual, beautiful things that we get to look at. That's cheating though. This was supposed to be artists that don't make the game. This is that's, supposed to be. No, that's at the bottom. down below. This oh, is just, hey, Bungie does cool work. We should tell you about oh, them. It is further. Sorry. Disregard moving back. Forget I that he read the 12 earlier in the week because he's obviously forgotten what he's read. Page. Oh my god. We've been here almost two hours. We didn't even do this yet. 
Well, if somebody would stop giving us long and in-depth stories about Haiti unnecessarily and their hotel stays and the status of their suite, we could be done by now. That's so instead, I'm going to tell a long story about something else just to make you wait a little bit longer so you can't get to the thing you're trying to get to and instead have to listen Nobody's to me tell a story that you no longer care about. You tell me about your life. Tell me, tell me about your life. What, what do you do in your everyday life, Parody? Let everybody know what makes Parody tick. Rage and caffeine mostly. All right, then. You definitely couldn't tell from this podcast. <laughs> oh, goodness. So, so what, what's on our redacted money? report parody? Telesto. Yeah. It's all Telesto's all the way down. It's just turned okay. into Telesto's. It used to be text, and now it's Telesto. Is it? In, in addition no. to Telesto's. No, but if I tell you, maybe you'll go look and you'll see. I, I'm, I'm here currently. <laughs> I just can read. He's scrolling up and down now. Yes. Yeah. So, um, you know, with the new season, we have a new update 3.3.0 drops on August 24th. Destiny will go offline. They will push the update. Destiny will come back online. As a reminder, all of your apps go offline when Destiny goes offline. First party apps, your third party apps, nothing works. Go listen to a good Destiny podcast. Maybe ours, maybe Guardian Hub, maybe Guardian Downcast, maybe Massive Breakdowns. Get yourself maybe ready what game you're going to play when it comes back online. Destiny, obviously, but how do you play Destiny? Do that's a very different question. When Destiny comes back online, please be aware, as we say every time, when it's taken off, there's always issues when it goes back on. Mm-hmm. It I think will absolutely fail. go. Lo- yeah, yeah, it will absolutely go longer than they say. So you know, yep. many begins- have problems loading in. You're going to be stuck in a queue. You're going to be kicked. You're going to have weasel layers. You're going to have beetle layers. You're going to have monkey yeah, ears. So, so 8 a.m. Pacific time, 1500 UTC. That's when our maintenance begins. Forty-five so an hour later. before the stream, an hour before the stream. Remember this. So, just before the stream, maintenance uh, begins. So, so, so that's why the so they they begin the maintenance and the pre-show at the same time. So when your yes. pre-show begins, your maintenance also begins. So, you, so you're not done yet. So finish up what you're doing though. Don't try to go. Don't try to finish your 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 trials and your flawless trials. Don't cut. Don't try to finish Atheon out. Don't try to do the thing that's important to you because you have forty-five minutes. Because it's eight forty-five a.m. Pacific. AKA 15 minutes before the stream goes live, you get kicked out of activities and Destiny 2 is brought offline. 45 minutes. (laughs) Oh, 47 minutes. I'm sorry. Just so you're all ready for the stream at 9 a.m. PDT. Yeah. And we did go over the times earlier in the show. Yeah, they kick you out of the game 15 minutes before the stream starts. As, you know, as an hour hour after that, 10 a.m. Pacific, update 3.3.0 will be available across all platforms and regions. Players will theoretically be able to log back into Destiny. Now, Two hours later, they say maintenance is expected to conclude. That's 12 p.m. Pacific, 1900 UTC. It will go longer. It will absolutely go longer. So don't plan to get in at 10 a.m. Pacific. Don't plan to get in at 12 Pacific. Plan to get in if you absolutely have to and you've taken the day off work or whatever, you're homesick. Get in at like 1 or 2 Pacific. Give them some time to get the thing up and running again. Don't sit at the screen and yell, Oh, why can't I get in? It says I'm in a queue of 50,000 people. You know it's going to happen. Don't be dumb. It's going to happen just, again. Just picture the the point in the Forsaken campaign where Cade's locked in that room and all he's doing is flicking buttons and he doesn't know which button works, but one of them he hits is going to work. That's all I've got don't in my do mind. That. Don't do that because if you remember, Cade started shooting consoles. Don't do that. Okay. No. 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 Well, that, that's we, what I've got in my mind when they're turning that. it all back on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Oh. <laughs> No, so, yeah, I, so, I guess I guess Cage shooting all the consoles would apply to that as well. Yes. <laughs> Anything to get it up and running by 12 p.m. PDT. 
Yeah, so when the game does go live and the update is out, they will have a full list with all the changes. So this is not all the changes, but they do want to say that uh, players should players will no longer receive the bird error code when trying to get to the Wall of Wishes. The Adept Big One spec weapon mod will now correctly appear in collections, and the bounties, valor, and weekly challenges will all correctly gain progression in Crucible matches. So those things they're going to tell us about. There will be many more changes coming in. Which goes live on Tuesday. This is a reminder. Claim your rewards. When the new season launches, your season 14 bungee rewards, your season 14 seasonal challenges, all of your Vanguard tokens, your Valor rewards, your Infamy rewards, and your Spicer Servitor engrams, all those go away. So if you've been missing that little upper right-hand corner of Shax the Drifter and the Spicer with his little engram, you can pick those up. Pick all those up if you care. If you don't care, they'll disappear on Tuesday. You won't have to care about them. But if you want them, pick them up before Tuesday because they disappear and turn in all your Vanguard tokens if you care, but you, you may not because there's really nothing in that pool worth getting. But if you do, turn them in because Vanguard tokens go away. They are no longer a thing. Turn them into shards because you can use the shards at the engram guy to buy engrams for next season stuff. Or weapon parts. Again, weapon parts that's going to be useful at Banshee. He will trade your weapon parts for some of those new weapons. So it, it's all worth it. It is. And this is a reminder, this is the very last call. Season the Chosen items, anything on the pre previous season webpage, make sure to claim them. Make sure to claim them on each character. Some people may have to use the Destiny Companion app to claim these rewards. The website may not work for you. If there's anything from Season of the Chosen you don't have and have been waiting to claim, do it now. Because when the new season starts, your previous season becomes Season of the Splicer, not Season of the Chosen. Crossplay names. Make sure you've got the name you want or you're going to be stuck with that name until some nebulous time in the future when you can change it. Nebulous? So, I like that seating. Nebulous. Ooh. So, if so if your name is Nebulous, your name is going to be Nebulous with a pound sign or a hashtag and four numbers after it. Right. As a reminder, your platform ID numbers, your non-standard characters, symbols, all that stuff will be removed and excluded. If the name violates the code of contact, it will be changed to Guardian. So you will be Guardian Pound 1234 or Guardian Pound something. So there's a lot of Guardians running around and you know those people waited too long to change their name and are naughty naughty boys and girls and don't get good rewards. Yes. For Steam players, your Steam profile name, not your Steam account name, will become your Bungie name. So check it. Just make sure you know what it is and you like it for the foreseeable future. A name can be up to 26 characters in length, so you've got time to play with those. Uh, Cyrillic characters are supported in each language that Destiny 2 supports. And if you want to use Japanese, Korean, Simplified Chinese, and Traditional Chinese, those are all supported too. Also, you... don't be mm -hmm. shocked if your name, you don't think your name is offensive and it gets changed anyway. Because I got a guy on my friends list whose name used to be Kaiju Hunter. Kaiju was just, if I'm not mistaken, the Japanese word for monster. So... His name was Monster Hunter on the game Monster Hunter. And then his name got banned because they found it offensive. Right? Was so, it spelled Kaiju like you would spell Kaiju? Yep, or another more offensive spelling of Kaiju? It's exactly how you would spell Kaiju. Yep. Okay. Yep. Yeah. So, so if there's any question you might get in mind, banned? Just saying. Oh, he won't get banned. Your name will just get changed. So it might be worth reviewing the code of conduct if you care or if you have any questions about it. Uh, our, our Heroes Memorial Quest, some players have reported uh, that they haven't been able to see 
the the final season of Spice Request or the cutscene or any of that good stuff uh, to resolve this issue. Really, it's uh, go try it again, log on and off. Really, by the point you're hearing this, you've missed your opportunity, so you should have read the twat by this point. So, sorry, you missed it. Sad for you. And as always, there are known issues, because what would life be without known issues in our season the redact? And I wonder why they're keeping it so close to the vest at this point into the season, unless they think it's like, you know, it's going to re- you know, reveal some big story beat they don't want to spoil quite yet. But when the season of the Telesto, season of the Vuke, season of the Fusion Rivals goes live on Tuesday, they've resolved an issue where the Gift Weekly sub-bounding into the Destiny 2 Twitch extension was not completing for viewers who push purchase subs. If you've purchased your gift subs uh, for the bounty, now that'll actually work and things will show up in a mana holiday in the tower before weekly reset. They've resolved an issue where players were receiving negative silver balances on Xbox. So... <laughs> I saw easy, that for our PC guys, yeah. Golden. Yeah, someone was like, yeah. I have negative 23 <laughs> bajillion silver uh, on Xbox. They fixed this. Uh, players who had an issue ver- earlier should restart their platform and Destiny 2 app and log back in to verify. It should be fixed if it's not fixed. Help, help for them. Go there. Tell them. Players like with the full... I'll, I'll let you borrow 1,000 silver, but now you owe me 27,000. Yeah. So, so players formerly like Nightemon with a full inventory will not be able to earn the new seasonal currency, and the currency will not go to the Postmaster. <gasps> so you have a full inventory and full Postmaster, you're going to lose the new redacted season currency. You won't have it, and then you'll be sad, because you probably can't progress something you'd like to progress. The Arbalist Exotic Linear Fusion Rifle will not work with anti-champion mods in Season of the Redacted. In a future update, anti-barrier will be added as an intrinsic perk, but day one, the Arbalist will not have it and you cannot use your anti-champion mods. Day one. When the charge melee is mapped to an input, changing the button layout will retain the mapping. Players can reset the custom mapping for charge melee or fix the issue. So it sounds like when you, if you set your charge melee to something, it's just going to stay wherever you set it, no matter what, you know, if you change the mappings overall. So if you're messing around with your charge melees, because remember, you can turn on the ability to set different melees now. If you don't touch it, don't worry about it. But if you do touch it and want to remap things, uh, there's a bug around that. The Vex Fanatics Radiolarian Fluid Pool persists and continues to do damage about 8 to 9 seconds after the visual pool disappears. Oof. The elevator and the corrupted strikes sometimes cannot be interacted with. Blocking progression of the strike entirely. Still broken. The same thing for the um. Press button, oh no working. My goodness. The other you, elevators. You know, Just, you know the don't, strike. Don't trust where elevators. You, you got to fight all the fallen in the Dreaming City, and eventually you get to the part to where you're in that big circular room and you got to throw the balls to pop their shields. I yep. can't remember the name of the strike, but that also the breaks corrupted? all the time. Thank you. The corrupted strike breaks all the time. It broke earlier while I was on stream. Just to show. The that one that we just mentioned, the, <laughs> the elevator and the construct, corrupted strikes. Can, yeah, that one. It's just still no, broken. It's not the elevator part, though. It's the little circular room. Well, either way, it's broken. The, the little circular room is an elevator. It goes up and down. No, it doesn't. Mainly, okay, it, it doesn't. It, it, it does it, it, no, I'm not arguing with you to argue. It legit doesn't. You're just does. blocked. There's a wall that stops you from progressing until you've killed these guys. And when you kill those guys, what happens? A door opens. And where does that end. door come from? The the platform does not move up or down. It just opens the door that you can't progress. Somebody obviously doesn't pay any attention to it. It goes oh up or down. It doesn't. It does go up or down. But instead of going up or down in this conversation, the Warlock's Nova Warp doesn't blink if hold sprint is active. 
And the second weekly Nightfall stats tracker is uh, present in the stat trackers. Who cares? And moral of our story, don't run strikes, they're broken. Don't run Nightfalls, they're broken. It's not worth it. Go play Gambit. Gambit's just a horde mode. Go enjoy it. That's the list of partial issues. They've got a full list of issues on the known issues article. There will be more issues they don't know about because when you release a game to millions of players, you're going to find more things. On the movie night, we've got Dressiny. Dressiny is wonderful. It's a fashion show. Go enjoy it. And um, they, they recreated The Lion King and Destiny, which is also worth the price of admission. Go watch it. Go enjoy it. And then we have the artist the Respawn was thinking of earlier. The art of the week, uh, Eris Morn. Uh, she's complete. There's a beautiful animation by Pink Chaos. Uh, also, The Kell of Light by Jade underscore PNG, uh, which is just Mythrax in full, like, override, expunge, 80s glory. It's wonderful. Um, that's your art. That's your videos. Five more sleeps until the big reveal. Less sleeps than that now. And many less sleeps by the time you hear this. You're more than ah, welcome to join them for the main party in one of these channels. Arbitrary is sleeping. But if you have a community that you like watching reveals with, co-streaming is allowed for this event. So you could join Respawn if he co-streams and ride along with Respawn and get all of his hot takes as he, as he watches the new reveal. Not saying he's going to, yeah, but there's a chance. Going so, to? so you should resp- you should follow no one responds in real life, all spelled out on Twitch just to find out. So they've no. been hyping it at the same time. They don't want to overhype it. Let's just say that you should expect at least one video and someone talking about Destiny. I've said too much. Listen, they're excited. We're excited. Uh, Cosmo's going to see us next Tuesday, and uh, uh, there's a little kitty cat icon, or a little kitty cat picture linked at the very end of the twelve. so enjoy that. Ah, uh, that's where the dot is, yes. Mm-hmm. And that's our twelve. 16 hours, when you can read in two. Well... That was full of all kinds of juicy information. And for, you know, I don't want to say for once, but it's rare we actually get a little bit of good news, much less a bunch of good news in a TWAB. So I was I was quite excited about this TWAB, and I was happy to have uh, read it and or participated in the reading of it this week. Nice. Good job, Bungo. I just was excited uh, yeah. to to give the people what's in your report this week yes because there's there's some good news there's some good news for pc folks that has been leaked and then confirmed i mean okay it's technically good news if it's true but it's definitely true honestly well let's tell the people what we're talking about first Uh, well, first of all, we have Tom Warren saying that Destiny 2 is getting BattleEye anti-cheat support soon. Bungie has been testing this internally for months. And the screenshot below is legitimate. And it's just a screenshot of what he basically just said. Uh, there's another screenshot of what he just said. Uh, so, Destiny what, 2. What? I was going to say, what does it say? I mean, it's too small for me to really read. It just says, like, Battle stuff. Install and play Destiny 2. Uh, it, something about it being installed automatically. Yeah. Okay, so it's, a, it's, a, it's an external program that's going to be automatically installed when you install Destiny 2. Yeah. Okay, so, so if I've got Steam at the moment, thing. will it automatically install when I launch Destiny 2, do you think? It'll, it'll launch as kind of an update. When things like that happen, Steam tells you that the app needs to be updated, a.k.a. Destiny needs to be updated, but 
the update it's installing is actually whatever program is associated with it installing. So okay. yeah, you'll you'll see it in Steam, but you'll see it in Steam as an update, not a separate entity of the game. It's probably worth mentioning. Again, this is nothing I have experience with, but they do say please note, you know, with Destiny, BattleEye will be included in Destiny Eats in Destiny 2's anti-cheat protection. Bans are manually assessed and applied during the first few weeks. So during the soft launch, they're going to manually assess and apply all the bans. After the soft launch, the system will automatically apply bans. Right. So, so basically, when you, when you know, you're making a new cheat AI to trick the system, just remember the system won't exist for a few weeks. Let the AI take well, over. Well, no, 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 the system will. It. The system is going to exist. The system is going to say, "Hey, here's who cheat. Here's who's cheating." But they're not just going to automatically ban. They're they're not going to give the AI all the power. Say a human will check these bans to make sure it's you know tuned right and not picking things that they don't intended to. You know, try to make it a better experience so people aren't getting banned unnecessarily. But if you're cheating, it's gonna you know I assume likely pick you up and see that you're cheating, and then after the soft launch is over, whenever they decide they feel like they have a tune enough, it's just going to ban you automatically the text you're cheating. So I know nothing about BattleEye. I don't play on PC, but I figure all the people complaining about anti-cheat steps forward and anti-cheat aren't a bad thing. I mean, nothing will be perfect, obviously. It's not going to fix all the problems day one. It's not going to fix all the problems day 300, but at least it's, yeah. you know, too little. I, I don't you know, know BattleEye either. The only thing I know is, like, bug splat. And even that's only on a few games, right? But that's all I know. I don't know what yeah. the hype is about. Yeah, I mean, I mean, well, I mean, the hype is about something better than nothing. They're, they're, you know, people have been saying we need an anti-cheat things in PvP and Destiny forever, and now they're doing, they're rolling something out and telling you about it. So, it's something. That is true. It is, in fact, something. Uh, and regarding that, Destiny 2 says our partnership with BattleEye will soft launch next season. Just another step toward a level playing field for all. Learn more here, and it's a link. I'm not reading it. That's uh, Destiny. Yeah, it's a link huh? to the showcase on the 24th, so they'll, they'll yeah. talk more about it during the the preview stream before the season launches. Um, Destiny News. I see why am I in case you missed might it? have missed it. Ha ha! I was close. I said in case you, you might have forgotten it already. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Probably. Um, a bungee is hiring a senior software engineer anti cheat to architect develop and maintain anti-cheat technology for its game clients. Maybe BattleEye and anti-cheat is just a temporary solution. This Oh, it was replying to this, saying that the, the anti-cheat might just be a temporary solution. This is Bungie saying, nope, this is a thing. They've hired people to fill that role from what it looks like pretty indefinitely. As long as they have IPs, this is going to be a thing. Yeah, and Bungie's looking to staff up their, their people working on anti-cheat stuff. Right. Uh, Destiny 2 News also says looks like Bungie is filling three more, sorry, filing three more lawsuits against Destiny 2 cheat makers. Recently, Bungie and Ubisoft filed a lawsuit against Ring 1 cheat maker. There you go. Yeah. Um, Cosmo says, is he replying to this? Yeah. He's replying to our partnership with BattleEye will soft lunch, yada, yada. He's saying, excited, we announced this, even if it was a tad earlier than planned. Soft launch next week to do more testing. This is not a 100% fix that will solve the problem forever, but a step in our ongoing efforts to ensure fair, a fair playing field. This one is really, really small. Okay, here we go. Uh, Glino, I guess that's how you pronounce that. Uh, this was one of the most disconcerting lines in the recent TWAB. 
Transparency around the weighing of perks would be nice. Playlist weapons already feel dis disrespectful of player time. Knowing that some of the better perks could possibly be weighted different makes this worse. DMG says, looks like it may have been limited to Adrenaline Junkie. We will follow up. Take a drink. No, no, From the team. Yeah, take a drink for that one line. This comes okay. later. From the team, the rarity, the rarity things refers to common, legendary, etc. That thing was incorrectly set in the S14 perks, sorry, season 14 perks, so that they were showing up as gray instead of purple. We literally never changed the weighing of individual perks on a weapon. Apologies for the confusion. And last but not least, the file name this season of the Lost Rocket Launcher images is JJ Ascendancy 16-9. And they're talking about the rocket launcher. So, there you go. That is all for the report roundup that is via the respawn. Mm. So, I have decided, ultimately, we will not spoil anybody's enjoyment of what next season will be called, because by the time we get there and they've listened to the show, they, you know, they're, they're probably just sitting there waiting for the reveal stream, or they maybe want it to be spoiled. So, DMG did clarify on twitter i don't know why it was after it was already kind of spoiled by other people he's put just a few days out from the destiny 2 showcase if you want to go in without a clue avoid social media and then places that reveal what happens as much as you can apologies for not putting this reminder out earlier this week it's always a rush much love see you soon and he's kind of talking about there was a spoiler from destiny 2 news that spoiled with an image of what next season was called uh, we won't go into it because I'm not going to spoil it for you. And also, there is a link to a article that showed up on thegamepost.com with Destiny 2 leaks revealed about major details about the future of the franchise, including the Witch Queen and Lightfall. So they do kind of give you a kind of rough overview of what's actually happening. So if you want to read, you can kind of click on the leaks in that um, post. Also, there were a few leaks back in i believe it was april june time but not off posted it to me a couple of days ago which i will link in our show notes if you do want to go and have a look at it destiny 2 leaks uh this is real trust and it's in pastebin.com reading through it a lot of the leaks that they kind of have spoiled from season 13 14 and 15 most of those things have actually come true even the stuff that they've released in the twab this week and it does spoil some of the story elements that could that have kind of been planned for quite some time for next season and beyond. So if you want to have a look at the article and the link that Arf posted to me, I will put it in our show notes. But we won't discuss it because um, it's probably too long for you to listen to us discussing it. And also it'll be here by the time you hear this, so it's a moot point. Yeah, exactly. You know, the, the, you know, this. this the story will be here, the, the season will be here, and things will be spoiled. It's season of Cade 7. Possibly. So are, are there any videos at this point? Is there anything people should watch? Yes. I mean, uh, I mean, watch no one respawns live streams at no one at twitch.tv slash no one respawns in real life. I'll spell out. Normally, before we get onto what videos I've, I watch and I recommend to people, Ooh. there is a clan focus for respawn to, to go over. Oh, I didn't see that. What's that at? Oh, yeah, there's a clan focus. 
It's in the the very very secretly named clan spotlight. Hey, nah. He always has trouble finding it. A little bit. All right. <clears throat> so this is this one says need a home. Join the Divine Beast clan community. That is for D two Xbox One PlayStation and PC. The Divine Beast is a new but growing clan. We are an active. Sorry, we are active on Discord and the game. They have a fact, the fluff. Do I need to be in the clan to join Discord? No. Can I join the clan and not the Discord? Nope. Got to join the Discord. Do you only pick gamers of certain age or skill type? Nope. Everyone is welcome. What requirement is needed of me? Just be active. Are you crossplay ready? Yes. Join no matter the platform. If joining before crossplay, mostly Xbox One gamers, this will change. What we offer? A dedicated admins slash team to offer you to offer you help and support at all times. This will grow. Very active clan and community doing all of the content in the game. PvP, Gambit players, etc. Nightfall ordeal runs, nightmare runs, nightmare hunts, story runs, raid runs, and more. Helping you learn the game and getting you set up. Uh, what are we looking for in the clan slash community? Guardians who can do raids, nightfall ordeals. Basically everything they just mentioned, they would appreciate if you can do those. All right. What the Discord has. They have a general chat. They have build channels. They have reset channels. They have guide channels. They have LFG channels. They have a grandmaster and more with shield types, champ types, and much, much more. I guess that was a channel? Anyway, please contact me here or just join the clan in Discord. Links are below. Must be active if you join the clan or the Discord, or if you're not, you will get kicked. There's a link for it. What's up? Here you go. The Divine Beast Clan. There it is. Cool. And if you're interested, we'll put the links in the show notes to their clan and their Discord and... Also, likely to the Destiny Clan Finder Reddit, where Nadia has found them. I so did. The yes. system works. So, Dean, I don't know what videos you're about to talk about, but there was one I found very interesting this week, and I don't know if you saw it because it was not across my normal feed. I don't know how it got there, but it was by somebody I'd never Will even heard. You of. slide it into the DMs so that I can then uh, put it in no, the show notes. No, because it is long gone. I can try to find it though. I'll oh. try to. I'll, I'll try to find the link. So, so you have a, you have a video that nobody will ever be able to find. Because you can't find it either. Can, well, all you need how is just, the message in just, the video. The message in the video showed us that let's say if you're 1335, right? You're you're max light, right? Oh, I know. You have a that. weapon that is 1330. Right? Respawn. I what? would like to point out you are talking about Kimber Prime. Oh, so does you know individual weapon or power light damage effect in Destiny 2, the one that I slid into the show notes at the very top of this? Where the icon is holding the Vex Mythic class at thirteen nineteen, or a Vex at eleven hundred. Yeah, that does would be individual it. weapon light matter? Yeah, that that would yeah. be the one. There you go. Oh, so that's how I saw it. Okay, fair enough. Also, you're welcome. I, did, I checked out the Kimber Prime YouTube channel of Destiny, and they've got some really really cool videos. And I've actually named this section Deacon Approved Videos because they are <sighs> under like two minutes long. They are fantastic. So. As Respawn and Parody were saying, Kimber Prime does does individual light and power effect damage. And I, I believe it's like a two minute long video. It's fantastic. Just 
basic there you no. go there's the information night demon night demon you're wasting the people's time it is a mere 49 seconds there you don't you even go, need though. two minutes 49 seconds you're in you're out you got your message this is this is cheese forever level of speed guys this this is not <laughs> i'm gonna sit here for 10 minutes while you tell me about your drink mix you're in you're out you got the information and you're gone yeah um we also have does unstoppable sidearm work with on the devil's ruin does the surge detonation work with the getaway artist's arc souls Iron Banner and Moon Weapon effects. Like, literally, as Perdy was saying, like minute-long videos, 100% Deacon approved for you there. And I will link all of those videos I've just mentioned did, and did the you channel for you Deacon to check out. Them, or are you just assuming? Look, Deacon said if it's under, like, was it six minutes long? She approves yeah. of it. If it's anything over that, then, you know, you've lost her. That's uh, it. Okay. So this is a Deacon in general, not a Deacon slash Destiny 2. No, I think okay. Deacon in general. Yeah, she'd definitely approve of these. Um, as I said before, uh, I will link the Massive Breakdowns podcast part one and two with Chris Proctor. We have Fallout Plays has the best off-metal weapons, which I found quite interesting because some of them I use and I'm like, that's cool. You know, the I think the highest weapon on the list was number 25, which was the duality that he kind of was showcasing. But like Devil's Ruin, I've started to use that again because it was. I vaguely remember at the end of last season where people were saying, you know, this is going to be good going into season 14. And I haven't really touched it. And Fallout kind of nudges people in that direction again. Look, you know, this is an underrated weapon. So it's definitely one I was using again this week. Um, but go and check out that. That was a cool video. There is Shadow Destiny has 10 stages of every Destiny player. Really fun video just to go and check out. Bit of fun. Cheese Forever. This is definitely not Deacon approved. Um, has Cheese Talks and why he spent 10,000 hours in Destiny. It's it's literally a, a Cheese Forever podcast. It's about 40 minutes long in just giving you kind of his take on things with Destiny. And I like Cheese. And I like promoting the stuff that he does. So go check that out. If you are interested in the Trials of the Nine Weapons that are returning... I did go back and have a look at so like who's done like a, a comparison video and Rick Kakis, Kakis HD did the worst yeah. to the best trials of the nine weapons. If you want to see them in action and see what he kind of, what they were as fixed roles, then go and check that video out. Boneless revenge this week did a really cool video on this hunter build works with any shader. Cause he does a lot of calls like shader builds and you know, what pairs really well with this armor. Go and check that out. It's a really cool one. Then we had somebody drop into one of our chats in the Two Titans this week and point us in the direction of their Gambit video they put together. And I do I do apologise that I might maybe butcher your name. Is it Bantha Bomb? Bantha Bomb. Yeah, I was just looking at that too. I'm like, I think it's Bomb. Bantha Bomb posted a yeah, video for us to check out. Bantha. Which <laughs> no, which but he's I, in my chat. I call him Bantha Bomb. That, that's okay. okay. Well, whatever you call him, Bantha Bomb is his is his name and also YouTube. He put together Gambit with a twist, which I mean, he uh, th this may be peak parody content. I was like, I have to see where this is going. So he plays Gambit with all 1100 weapons, all 1100 armor, and the HUD off. In a way, it was the most peaceful game of Gambit I've ever seen in my life. Because you're just running around and shooting things. You don't know how you're doing. You don't know how the other team is doing. No. You basically don't have any idea what the status of the game is. You're just yeah. hanging out until like, the playing, end. Playing, playing a horde mode. Yeah. And then the game just suddenly ends and it's like, oh, we won. We lost. Hey, something happened. It's it's just like perfect horde mode. Like 
like honestly, like put some lo-fi hip hop on the background, run around with with Gambit with the hut off. I'm not sure I do a straight 1100 weapon. That's pure dedication. And for that, sir, I salute you. But it's just like I'm just hanging out with my friends, you know, yeah. slaughtering some people. He, he was telling me about that earlier in the week when it, before he made the video. He's like, "Yo, I found like a new way to play Gambit." And then he told me all that stuff. I'm like, "You're a freaking maniac!" <laughs> I, just back. I was just like, "No." I just, I just laughed. Like, like the, the video about eight minutes long. Like, I just laughed like the whole way through because it's just, it's just perfect. It's just like, yeah, just whatever. Yeah. I, I, I'm not sure. I, you know, the eleven hundred weapons I appreciate. I'm not sure I would have gone full on like eleven hundred armor. I think it's light level two or something. And 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 it also pairs nicely with the, you know, does the. Does your light level of things matter? Yes, yes, it does. Even in PVE, it, it took a lot more shots for him to kill anything. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, I mean, Gambit this week. It was the last thing on my my challenge card to do. <laughs> I had no. How many ranks did I have to do? I think I had to do eight ranks left on that to complete it, and I went from rank. I think I was on rank nine, so I must have done a rank before that challenge had come up. So I, my eyes were bleeding by the time I finished it. I think it took me a day and a half to go through eight like Gambit ranks. And when I actually looked at it, I messaged Peridin. I was like, you know what? I've played so much Gambit in the last day and a half. I've now got to the point. I'm two wins away from <laughs> gilding that title. That is how bad it was because... What do you I mean found... bad? Gambit is fun, dude. Yeah, you're it's fun. Bad mouthing Gambit. It's a fun game mode when you're playing it regularly, but when you have to play it to get the challenge done before the end of the week, kind of thing, then it's bad because wins matter. And when you start dropping down in your win streaks, you get very upset. And I, I, I went from like I was, I was on win streaks of like five, and and I won like two in a row with my five streak, and I was like, yes, this, I can do this really fast. And then the next ten games, we were not not winning at all, and I was down to thirty points per game, and I was like, oh my god, this is going so slow. Yeah, and that that gambit is a because I, I sort of I, I've already see I've already gilded the title this season. And then I thought, well, maybe I could earn those ranks again. I'm I'm like a rank. I'm two ranks short. I'm like almost to the second. Of course, you know. And again, I played so much this season. I I gilded it, and then got back to the point where I'm at the freaking end of it again. So I'm trying to. I'm at like thirteen thousand something infamy, and I'm like, do I have it in me? Do I have the time in me to play for another fifteen thousand before the season ends? Probably not. Yeah. Because I still have so many of the exp. Yeah. You know, there's so many weekly challenges I haven't done. Basically, all the expunge ones. So but yeah, from a it's, guy who, who who's always defending Gambit because I I enjoy Gambit. I don't play it as often as I should, but I enjoy it. And coming from me, who's always given people, you know, hey, go try it. It's not that bad. To you and to your comment, my response is, "Damn, <laughs> that's that's a lot, dude. That's like Gambit's wow. still amazing. I'm not bad mouthing Gambit." And either is no, 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 no. I, I didn't say just, you were. I'm just saying, yeah, coming just no from me, who, who is telling people <laughs> that Gambit's fun, I am saying that is still a lot <laughs> of Gambit. Fun or not, there it's, you may have a problem, sir. <laughs> I, I got really frustrated at one point. I we were on a win. I was on a win streak of five. 
We'd managed to get to, I think it was 95 in our bank. They were like, and the opposite team were like uh, about 80. And a guy ran past me with about six moats. Mm-hmm. And he kept running over towards, right. I shot at him. Right he, turned ra- he turned round to me, shot at me, and then carried on running to the enemies. I was like, <laughs> just bank what you've got, man. I, yeah, I don't yeah. care what you, what you've got. When, you know, when the drifter you're... says you've got enough to summon the prime evil, summon the <laughs> prime evil. Please summon the prime evil. I don't care if you're working on a bounty or if you're trying to deposit yeah. 15 or a whatever. Summon the <laughs> prime evil. What up, Hazel? Oh, jeez. It just... Yeah. And the, I do apologise the... for anybody with the YouTube version this week. All it is is Gambit. And probably for the next <laughs> two weeks, it's just Gambit footage. Because that's all, all I was playing. I, I do apologise. You can Don't see apologize. my frustrations. The you people, can see my frustrations people... and see how I play and see how badly <laughs> I play in some games. And some games I play really well. That I got to the point I invaded at one point, did a thunder crash from across the side of the map and got all four of them standing at the bank problem was they'd already just deposited so i killed uh-huh. them all but they all yep. still deposited i was like damn it yep. i hate that <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah oh, there's yes. there's there, there are two things in this game that will always be always be there one people will not bank much when they should and two people will not capture zones and control seven years in those are the two the two absolute uh there's a third rules of sure. mm-hmm. uh people will shoot the blight in the dreaming city <laughs> yep, those those are the three unalienable. Not just the city on the EDC as well. Yeah. Fair enough. People yeah. will shoot the blight. I had that this week oh. as well. One one of the challenges for one of the unlocking the the umbrella engrams is to do fifty heroic public events. Now, <laughs> when I looked at it, I was on twelve. I'm now up to 48, but every time I get that blight no, thing, no. they 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 come in from everywhere. Don't and even they sh- Once they you don't see even... it's blight, go somewhere else because you know no. that's not going to be heroic. I know. Just yeah. just this week, I saw that that was available. I've apparently done six heroic yeah. public events this season because I've probably done six public events this season. I was like, no, it was that whatever those last two are on that row for the Ingram. No, I'm not doing it. I do not care. You cannot make me. I'm not doing public events like a crazy. <laughs> that that's the last one. That's all I need to do. Someone has to be the night demon in this relationship, and that, my friend, is you. <laughs> yes, I do have one more video for you guys to chat uh, to get? check out, and it's by Forza, and it's another funny one. Datto does Destiny, teaching the Jez, portrayed by SpongeBob. Yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dude, if you if you like that, then go watch that's all of the Datto does Destiny teaches the Jez, because they're the videos are hilarious. Their chemistry is hilarious. Yeah, and... but this one is portrayed by SpongeBob. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, either way, go no, watch I, them. I'm, I'm saying go watch this one. But is yeah, it better than My Name is Bipes, That Sounds Like a You Problem series? Possibly. Because My Name is Bipes, That Sounds Like a You Problem series is my favorite thing on YouTube, hands down. Wow. And he did another one this week, didn't he? He did. I haven't watched it yet, but it's... It's it's just perfect. It's the quintessential for people absolutely failing to do anything good because they just continually shoot at each other, screw things up. It, it's just beautiful and perfect and makes me laugh so hard. Well, I'm going to have to put that in the show notes now. Yeah, just, just all of them. All of them. 
Then playing Halo is I'm just going to put the last one in. I'm just going to put the last one. And then everybody can find it from there. Yeah, doesn't even matter what game it is. It's beautiful. Anyone else is beautiful? We, we've reached the end of the show. Yo! So as, as you've listened to us, Destiny servers should be coming back online. Your app should be coming <laughs> back on. The new season should be starting. Your Telesto will be the most powerful thing on Earth. Get it if you don't have one. Use it, love it, and thank you for joining us. Your Titans are parody and Night Demon. Your Hunter is no one response in real life. We have a lore guy. He's somewhere. He's, he's, he's not here. Not ours, not here. here. We'll find him later. You can email the show at twotitansandahunter at hotmail.com. Find two titans and a hunter. We're on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube at, you guessed it, friends, two titans and a hunter. Let's you can find all your, far, your favorite guardians on Xbox Live, respawn on PC, and soon, none of that's going to matter because everyone will be available everywhere for crossplay. It is upon us almost. But, by the way, I still see people saying this. You have to get it in your heads. Crossplay will not be available on reset on Tuesday, guys. Okay? It yeah. is going to be available this season, but we don't know when this one. season. Stop saying it's Tuesday. It's not Tuesday. All right? Knock it that's off. Why, that's why I say it's, always, it's almost upon us. Just no, no, like no, listening to the show on Apple Podcasts, Google Play. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just like you should also listen to this podcast on really Google Play, Spotify, any other. Pe- don't use Apple Podcasts, guys. It's broken. It gives you the show half the time. Use it if you have to, but find a better app. You can do it. I believe in you. And as always, watch the Gambit Fest, the Gambit Marathon on YouTube. And until next week's gents, uh, I'll see you in the next season. Bye. Deuces. Bye.